0: Hello and welcome to Nature Checks Arta Campaign, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science! Hi, I'm Cheryl and my pronouns are she, her, and I'm the dungeon master for the Arta Campaign. I'm also a PhD candidate studying ecology at the University of Illinois at Chicago, and when I'm not doing research, I'm a science communicator and the host of The Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Uh, next we've got Cindy.
1: I just blocked the mutant with my card. Hi! I'm Cindy Sheher, I'm a science enthusiast, and I'm playing Endured Engineer over on Heroes of Awesome Constellation on the Weirdlings Switch and YouTube. here, I'm playing Nadia, the Water Method Druid! (laughs) Uh, then there's Ryan.
2: Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm an entomologist, uh, which means all things bugs. Uh, and uh, I work in plant healthcare and medical marijuana in Pennsylvania. In my spare time, um, I'm an avid, uh, sustainable landscaper, and I like to talk to people about that as well. Um, And in our game, I play Fletcher the human wizard, and we both use he, him pronouns.
3: After that, there is Nancy. Hi, everyone. My name is Nancy. I'm also an entomologist, and I live in Quito, Ecuador, where I will tote your butt around the jungle looking at cool bugs. I play a roguish young woman who also happens to be an Asimer And our pronouns are she, her. And I'm also in the most ridiculous chair ever, because I want to show it already. Dun, 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 dun. And it has a light.
4: The end. It's incredible. Absolutely incredible.
0: (laughs) If you are caught up on the story, then you know why Peter is not on screen right now, but he is hanging out and getting ready to heckle in the chat. So, you know, you can hang out with Peter in the chat. Uh, And last in the lineup, of course, is our BBEG, which stands for Big Bad Evil Guest, Andrew.
4: (laughs) Last and least, according to these folks, uh, based on everything that went down last week. Uh, hi, I'm Andrew, he, him. I am the DM and showrunner over at The First Watch, which is an actual play, uh, podcast, and web series with a cinematic tilt. Um, and I'm playing Mafok, the stunningly handsome druid oh dwarf God. BBEG.
0: Wow, okay. Okay. <laughs> If you are watching us live right now, thanks for being here. As always, if you have any questions for the cast, put them in the chat and we'll respond, ideally. Uh, Of course, be sure to check out the reference section down below for the social media handles for the entire Nature Check cast. And you can come hang out with us on our Discord, where we post memes and fight about things happening in the show and, you know, normal Discord stuff. Mostly (laughs) memes, though. (laughs) Don't forget... If you are not able to watch us live or you want to share us with your friends and enemies, you can, as always, find the the sessions of our TTRPG games in video form on our YouTube channel and in podcast form everywhere. And now it's time for us to actually get into, like, the show. You have finally found the source of the pollution you were seeking. It is both a mine leaching noxious chemicals into the river and a person whose malice and brutality led to the death of your friend. After putting up a brave fight in an almost one-on-one battle with half of his party missing, Cedric fell before the attacks of Fluffy McSparklepants. But all does not appear to be lost, as Nadia was able to capture the brigand and have the group question him. The strange dwarf has been allowed to live because he says he knows someone who can bring Cedric back to life, but the journey will take three days. It is now late afternoon on Salunum, the eighth day of Brightrum. You are all standing at the bottom of the repaired ladder leading out of the mine, and Nadia has parked a cart at the top. Is there anything you would like to do or look for before you leave the mine and make your way back up into the desert? I don't <laughs> I think have not. anything. <laughs> that was a really long yeah. thinking silence, folks. Okay. <laughs> no. I was trying to
2: remember. There's I was anything. like, is there anything? No.
0: Okay. Uh, so, what are you doing now? I guess we have to leave. Actually, I only. guess it's
1: worth asking what did we do with my fox stuff? Uh, you we mean would... fluffy stuff? With fluffy things sparkle pants. What worded... Because I think the axe, we probably don't have any need to take with us, but did we grab the robe? Is someone carrying it or...
0: I Yeah, somebody had claimed it. I don't know if... Um, maybe... Because Fletcher had asked if it seemed familiar to him. Yeah, and Basically,
1: did yeah. Fletcher... Did Fletcher grab it?
2: I'm trying... I'm, I was trying to remember all the different, like, specific items we had talked about. I believe the axe we were leaving behind because we just... None of us could use it and we didn't want it to be even accessible if something were to happen. I did. Yeah, take there was an
1: axe, there was hide armor, there were two potions, but we used one of them on him and the robe with the patches.
2: Yeah, the robe with the patches is what I took.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, um, so
0: you're not looking around for or to do anything else in the mine, you're just at the bottom of the ladder uh, trying to figure out how to get everyone back up to the surface.
2: Yeah, so Nadia's up at the top, right? Everybody else is down below still.
1: I think so. Um, not a problem. Barely an inconvenience. I'm sure it will be fine. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Point of order, I am unconscious. Yes, yes I think true.
1: I I think I bitch slapped After into having
3: next you been week. Slapped. Yep.
2: You yep. yes, yes, so. Certainly did. <laughs> well, if our if if we need like it, it, he wouldn't be Mahawk would not be able to climb up the ladder on his own without us giving him access to his hands and feet again, which we're probably not going to do. So it's probably better he's unconscious because it sounds like we're going to have to like pull him up. (laughs) Like if all three of us get up and all three of us are doing that.
1: We're already going to have to get Cedric's body up. So
2: yeah. Anybody can think of another way to do it besides tying rope and and hauling them up.
1: (laughs) Just like pull him up by his (laughs) ankles.
3: Yeah, I mean that's kind of what I was thinking.
1: <laughs> I mean, obviously, like Cedric, we could use the like because if we have like a sling thing going, or
3: <laughs> I don't know, I feel like Fluffy. If he has some collateral damage on the way up, it's not really a big deal.
2: Whoopsies. So is that is that what we want to try to do? I can't. I don't have anything else that would be useful for going
1: yeah sure uh we did have so we've got the ladder and we did have like a rock up at the top that was used as like an anchor so we can use that to help Mm -hmm. with the 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 body hauling
2: yeah yeah because if we get it if we as we haul up if we are able to you know as we're getting up lengths of rope wrap it around the rock so if something were to Mm -hmm. happen they don't the person doesn't fall all the way back down they fall to the next time we secured the rope so that might be you know f- five feet of rope ten feet of rope or something
3: all right well let's do this i guess
0: <laughs> okay so who's doing what first
2: yeah who do we what do we, who do we start I, with
3: i mean i feel like we sh- uh I feel maybe C- cedric because then we hear it like cedric up and plop him in the cart
1: yeah
2: yeah so if we start with cedric we'll just tie rope and then both of Mm -hmm. us need to then just climb up the ladder to the top Mm -hmm. which it's secured now so it won't come apart anymore so
1: Mm -hmm. yeah so like if one of you can sort of secure the rope at the bottom and then y'all climb up and we can pull
2: yeah who's better at using rope i think nancy
1: yeah i was gonna say (laughs) all right
0: i wonder
3: (laughs) (laughs) i guess i will use some rope then I'm like I have so many skills. I had to like make a book of skills in my my notebook, (laughs) Um, and also find the D twenty. There it is. Okay, I'm going to use the rope.
0: Okay, use it real good.
3: Uh, fifteen.
0: Fifteen. Okay, yeah. You
3: tie I used it like medium good.
0: Okay, yeah. And you're you said you were tying it around Cedric's body first. Is that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um so yeah, you tie um sort of a I heard you somebody use the word sling. So yeah, you don't just like loop it around once and you know, like it's it's mm-hmm. nicely done so that he is secured even though he can't hold himself. Um yeah. And then you're taking the other end of the rope up with you to the top?
3: Yeah. Okay um and then can i tie it around that rock yeah
0: give me another use rope Uh, 19. sounds good yeah
2: okay well i followed up after her so we're all at the top and i guess so do we want do we want to try securing as we go so it's not just like Mm -hmm. we get them 40 feet up and then it drops
3: (laughs) i don't know it could be fun to do with fluffy but whatever (laughs)
1: You don't want to accidentally insta-kill him, though.
2: I think it would have to be a lot further fall to do that.
1: I mean, he is at zero, and you take 1d6
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, de- of damage per 10 feet, so... Yeah, that times two is...
4: Shortest guest yeah. spot ever. Uh, no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Not by a long shot. <laughs> All right, Um. so you said uh, you're sort of like gonna like haul up some of the rope and like maybe like loop it around the rock or something like Mm -hmm. that. Going Okay. Yeah. Yeah, So So if if it goes
2: down, the weight going down will just like come over the rock and instead just like pull and go taut and, and stop it from falling.
0: Okay. Yeah, that, that seems perfect. And if all three of you are working on that together, um, I, you don't even have to roll. That's something that you could accomplish because you're going slowly and carefully. Um, so you sort of do that incremental looping the rope around the rock and eventually Cedric's body rises up through the hole and you pull it up over the edge and uh, he's now on the surface with you.
1: Okay. Alright. Get him into the cart. Okay. And then work on Fluffy. Okay. <laughs> we'll work on Fluffy. <laughs>
2: it's cedric's second time coming up out of the ground
0: <laughs> uh all right um yeah so who's going back down to put the rope on i guess
3: i will okay.
2: if we want it secured well oh well i,
3: I rolled i
1: rolled a one <laughs> wait for oh. serious. Yeah. I was just about to make a joke about how no bad my rolls on used rope usually are. No way, <laughs> shiny. Kay is zero, zero fucks bucks. about fluffy. I. Oh, oh. oh
3: my god, where
0: are my percentile dice?
3: <laughs> well,
0: I, I, I tied need to it, guys. Double
1: check my uh, spell oh usage my. from last week. <laughs>
3: you guys can just see that she's just like whatever and there's like one lame (laughs) loop loop around his wrists just like like one overhand knot like yeah
4: basically (laughs) we did it (laughs) oh lord (laughs) what you what you thinking about over there cindy
1: (laughs) cindy and ryan they both like no, I'm not kidding. I'm spell, literally going spell, through spell. the math and going, "How many sp- heal spells did I use?" Because if you do drop him on his head, <laughs> you could have whoopsies. A bell- be a
3: <laughs> Maybe Kay isn't the best person to do this emotionally charged. Like theoretically, on paper, she is the best person to do this, but she barely I has a handicap. Know. Currently, I, I
0: will say that like if either of you had a legitimate reason why you would, like, look down to check the knot, I would say that, like, it would be pretty obvious that she didn't care and it was crappy, but you'd have to give me a legitimate reason why you would have checked.
1: No, she always ties knots better than I do.
2: (laughs) I didn't even go back down.
1: Okay. And here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Oh,
3: man.
0: Hey, Andrew, how did your
4: character (laughs) die tonight? Well... (laughs)
3: <laughs> at least he didn't die from like hitting the roof <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> oh when he bonked against the closed door yeah
1: okay um
0: you are so a lucky son of a guy <laughs> <laughs> um, so I to to tell you because you'd rolled a one, I was like, it's gonna fail. when is it gonna fail? and um it fails pretty close to the bottom, so i'm gonna like he'll be negative and whatever, but like you'll
4: realize it, yeah, so he only takes four points of damage. do I begin <laughs> the process of bleeding out though?
0: I guess, but okay. like, yeah, like Kay hey, if well, yeah, you you see him fall, so somebody can do something about it, because he does bonk to the floor. But yeah, it was very close to the bottom, so he didn't take a ton of damage.
1: <laughs> you said Kay like looks four. over as is like, whoopsies. <laughs> you said he took four damage? Yeah.
4: But then if I'm bleeding out, I'm taking another point of damage every turn. Well, right?
0: you can roll some percentile dice and see if you stabilize okay. on your own. But Nadia okay. can fly, so it's only gonna be like six seconds before yeah. she's to you, so.
1: And, like, to stabilize um, him, I can just do a heal check, right?
4: Yeah. What am I rolling against? Um, like, what am I trying to get? You have a
0: 10% chance of stabilizing, so you could say okay. from 1 to 10 fail. or from 90 to... Oh, fail. Okay, yeah, so now fail. he's at negative 5. But Nadia's coming to you, so... Then, yeah.
1: then I will fly down and try a heal check, I guess. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
3: I'd say that we that you know I might have given him some brain damage, but I think he had some brain damage from way before us, so I mean
1: it might be a it it might be an improvement, <laughs> probably would be
0: <laughs> eleven i mean again, it's not like <laughs> he wasn't eviscerated just now or anything, <laughs> so you can sort of like you know patch him up, hold him still, and like you know. Mm-hmm, he's okay. Mm-hmm. He's not going to keep dying, kind but of, he is halfway kind of stabilize
1: to stabilize him. Yeah, yeah, he's like halfway yeah. to dead yeah. now. Right, but he, right.
0: you're stable at negative five.
1: <laughs> Whoopsies. Okay. <laughs> the dice write the this story. Is fine. I mean, because the thing is, we gotta go wait to walk. So like this, we may just be camping. What time <laughs> of day is it? Uh, it's late afternoon. <laughs> okay. All right. So yeah, I guess we'll get him tied back up and try again. Okay, who's tying the knot? Is that is that what we're doing? Can I? I can, can try Nadia, again. Like, a, a I'll
3: assist? like
0: actually Maybe.
3: try this time. <laughs> All right, you're gonna
0: actually try this time. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you got
1: it cranky. I love
0: it. <laughs> um, <laughs> is somebody assisting Kay, or are you <laughs> leaving to her to her own devices again? Oh, I'll
2: help. I'll help okay. <laughs> you know, I'm still up above, just like watching down the mine shaft. Yeah. Just like
0: he just he's got shafted. <laughs> uh, okay, you get a plus four from Nadia helping because she, as a method, has that um, bindings skill thing. A twenty-two. Okay, right. yeah. <laughs> this
3: time you tie him up real good. <laughs> I, I really tried this time, guys. <laughs> he's like, he's real good. <laughs> Like, we might not get him out of here real good, but at least, you know, we won't drop him on his head again.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> so now are <we're> we <laughs> back, back up top fine. and pulling him?
0: Yeah, yeah I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so this time the knot is much better. So, yeah, you're able to, again, you don't have to roll because you're all working together and you've got this nice system with the rock. Um, so you hand over hand the rope and up comes my fox unconscious body. And now he is topside with you as well.
2: It's a good thing these were two dwarves, and we didn't have like an orc in our party or something, where we the three of us would probably never be able to lift them up out of there.
1: Oh, and conveniently, and neither of them has armor now. Right. I was yeah. just gonna say that <laughs> neither
0: of them
3: has metal armor on. <laughs> all right, uh, so what are you doing now? Kay pulls out her eyeliner and draws all over my fox face. <laughs>
0: Hold on. (laughs) You brought eyeliner on this? Yeah,
3: duh. It only takes up that much space. Okay. (laughs) I bring eyeliner to the jungle woman. You think Kay wouldn't put it in her backpack?
0: (laughs) (laughs) You did only think you were going to be gone for a week or whatever, so...
1: My eyeliner lasts me, like, three months. No, no, no. She's definitely one of those teenage girls that, like, the eyeliner goes everywhere. You were never anywhere without the makeup. The core makeup stays with you.
0: Plus, I I imagine that you and Azzy might have come up with creative uses for lots of mundane items because of Mm -hmm. your shenanigans around town. So, yeah,
3: that makes sense. What are you drawing on his face?
2: Yeah, what are you Uh... writing? Like, if found, return to...
3: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i don't know i was thinking about giving him really pretty like fairy markings down the side oh. of his face
0: mm-hmm. cool
1: you do that might be
4: into it you don't know
1: you might be <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you were gonna draw dicks or something that's I, so much better
4: <laughs> might be into that you don't know
0: <laughs> all right uh you've drawn on the face of whatever you're calling this person fluffy okay and now what You've got Cedric's body in a cart, you've got Fluffy's body on the ground, and now very artfully decorated.
2: Well, when? She said it's late afternoon.
0: Yeah. And you guys haven't slept in a long time. I guess,
2: yeah, we have to decide. So we're, we're coming up on a potential walking period, or we can just set up camp and rest and get up and do just the early morning walking period before it gets hot out.
1: I am not sure that I can heal him enough for him to be awake without him resting.
2: Then we definitely need to set up camp.
1: Just drag him behind the cart, whatever.
2: <laughs> it's too much to drag. We've already got a cart and a body to drag around. Can't be two bodies.
0: Imagine him bouncing along like the cans on the back of a just married
1: car. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: he's finally decorated now,
0: so...
1: Aww. I mean, we had talked about sort of making a sling with the tents anyway. We could, like, hook him up behind him. the cart.
2: Yeah. Well, just so we just This will give us more time to not... think
3: about what we want to draw all over him, too.
2: So I guess we're going to rest. We set up. We still have all the tents. We took mm-hmm. tents, and, mm-hmm. and we have Cedric's supplies. So
3: mm-hmm.
0: Okay. I um, guess that's, yeah. Yeah, so you're setting up camp for the night, and you said you want to do the, like, get up early in the morning and start thing? If,
2: if at that point we'll be able to do like, Mafok would be up on his feet and okay. able to walk, basically.
0: <clears throat> Sounds good. Okay. Um, are you guys setting watches? Yeah, probably. Yeah? Yep. Okay. Yeah. Is there an order for that?
2: Well, how long will we... How long are we going to rest? It's late afternoon. I mean, I assume we want to make it that, like, what the, what's the, the minimum? Eight hours to be, like, a good rest?
3: how many hit points is he gonna get back when he rests because is he gonna like wake up and then
0: i was just gonna like, ask Alice? being a negative
4: five where does the <laughs> yeah. full rest get me yeah. to? um
3: so everybody
0: gets back um one hit point per level if you sleep an entire night out here camped like this so again you have to remember that like your characters wouldn't be like oh he's at negative five health like that's not right, right. so like yeah obviously like you're all going to get a little better over the course of the night but you wouldn't know like exactly where he is but yeah the math is one point. Also, well. also- for okay. those
1: of us who took, what was it, con damage? Oh, heal.
0: Um, yeah, you heal one point with sleep, of sleep, or is it? It's yeah, it's you heal one point of ability damage over the course of that long night sleep as well.
4: So, being a seventh level druid, I would get seven HP back by Correct. the end, which means in the morning I'd be at plus two. Correct. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Wonderful. Yeah. All
3: I right. guess. I guess Kay can watch first.
0: Okay. Uh, Give me... Well, what I was going to say was give me a perception check when the audio cut out for some reason, but Kay rolled fine on her perception check and then decided
3: she was going to draw some more on Mafox's face. (laughs) To write um, Murderer over his face, but in Celestial... Okay. Now like, so now like, right that you, across his forehead. Now that you remember how to write in Celestial. Awesome. Now that I remember how to write in Celestial, so it very prettily says Murderer across okay. his forehead.
1: <laughs> He's also still definitely very tied up. I mean, yeah. Yes.
3: Just in case, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, what am I doing? Just like a perception check? Yep. Uh, 13? Okay. Um, Thirteen?
0: Okay. Yeah, you watch for however long it is you guys have decided you're each watching, and... Nothing much happens. It's late afternoon into evening um, in the desert, but you don't. Now that you're out of the stone teeth, nothing seems to bother you. Uh, who's going next?
2: I'll go
0: next? Fletcher. Okay. Perception. Twenty-three. Alrighty. Yeah. Um. You and Kay switch off as the sun is starting to set behind the mountains, and it's very pretty. And you sit and watch as the light fades, and maybe light your lantern again as it becomes dark out, but it's pretty quiet here. Like you can definitely hear the rustlings of little desert animals going about their nightly business, um, which you've heard as you've been walking during the night the last few nights. But yeah, nothing approaches you or bothers you. There are no squirrel sized scorpions in your camp this time or anything like that.
4: And Nadia? Uh, DM, quick question. Yeah. At what point during the night do I hit one HP, and would I potentially wake up at that point?
0: Oh, that's a really interesting question. They don't have it, like, timed out? So right, I so I mean, doing
4: the math, I mean, I'm getting 7 HP back, and there's 8 hours, so it's,
0: yeah. it's going to be late
4: into the three watches. Yeah, yeah, I guess,
0: yeah, probably close to the end of Nadia's watch. Um,
4: okay.
0: As to whether or not you would wake up, roll me a fortitude save. We'll see, like, how
4: rough you're feeling uh that's gonna be a 14.
0: okay um so you don't wake up okay even though as you're healing um you're <laughs> you've been very beat up and so your body takes this time to sleep sure. um to continue resting and healing
4: okay um, Sounds yeah,
0: good. Nadia uh, perception for me 22. yeah um you watch the first little bit of light coming into the edges of the sky in the east uh but again nothing seems to bother you all uh you're in a relatively quiet spot and eventually um you all wake up and eventually uh you do also wake up it's just you didn't (sighs) wake up like in the middle of the night kind of thing yeah Yeah. did you guys tie him up in such a way that he can speak or no
2: no he has something in his mouth (laughs) Okay. just a like normal like cloth through the mouth sort of thing
4: oh
3: Oh, the birds sound so nice this morning, don't they?
4: Good morning. <laughs>
1: What's his name today, Kay? Uh, Mr. Smart- Sparkle Pants. Mr. Sparkle Pants? Yes. Right. Good morning, Mr. Sparkle Pants.
2: Well, if we uh, probably want to head out and get as much traveling as we can. Uh, as much as I don't want to, Mr. Sparkle Pants, do you need something to eat.
3: No, er. just give him water. Does he need anything to eat really? I mean, he's kind of chubby, don't you think? I think maybe this is a good time for him to go on a diet.
2: We need him to be able to keep himself going on this trip. So, I mean, it could be the the minimum amount of food that he needs. Give him water-wise. some of
3: Cedric's weird food experiments that like <laughs> weren't the best. There's jerky. Yeah, I have but no those idea were
2: actually pretty good. <laughs> Oh, what I else don't... did he ha- he had a lot? I do know. Of he weird...
3: eats like rat, doesn't he? It's too bad his, you don't his, still have his the seraj. right there. <laughs> the did he, <laughs>
2: did he still have like... rat on him?
3: Oh, I don't know. I can't imagine. I so
2: I don't remember what he had.
1: <laughs> no, because you haven't encountered rats in a long time. <laughs> Quick question: Was there actual like clean water down down the hole? Um, like, there was a point where I could theoretically like take the water skins and go fill.
0: Like, yes. Yeah. So water sort of water like water like before the um before the underground river was going over the falls that you guys sort of encountered in that big room. So if you kind of like went up above the falls and sort of into that narrow space, the water up there is clean, yeah.
1: Okay, then I'm gonna go basically take all the water skins down there instead of spending the spell.
4: Okay. Okay. As soon as I see Nadia disappear down there. Mm-hmm so that it's just the two of these folks up here with me. I'm a wild shape.
0: <laughs> into?
4: I'm a wild shape into an eagle, which is a smaller form than I currently am, mm-hmm. so it's one class size smaller. Yeah. I know that I'm roped up, but that theoretically should make the ropes very loose and potentially you know, not tied around hands and legs and all that stuff, and hopefully get away and fly away. Okay.
0: Um, I'm going to ask you to make an escape artist check as the eagle um, because... We had established last time that since Nadia yes. knows about wild shaping, um, she worked hard to tie you up with this 50 feet of rope in such a way that, that it would make it difficult for even a yes. wild-shaped you to
4: escape. So that's going to be based on my reef, uh, on You're my dex-sharpy. based on my on the eagle's dexter. Yeah, dex. Yep.
1: Okay. And eagle's dex is plus two.
4: Uh, plus two. All right. So. Ah, uh, so anything additional to that plus two, or is it just the dice plus the if two? If
0: Eagle doesn't have an escape artist skill listed, then it's just going to be the plus it two.
4: Should no skills listen and spot, so uh, that'll be an eleven.
0: Okay, um, so you are you turn into an eagle and mm-hmm. you shrink down a little bit, but like man, yeah, she tied rope everywhere, and again, it's yep. fifty feet of rope. So now not only is it all tangled around you, it's also heavy. Now that you're smaller yep. and you're sort of awkwardly in it, like you can work your way out of it, but yep. it's not an immediate thing. Um, yep.
4: No, I'll continue kind of f- flapping and yeah, and twisting <laughs> and whatnot to get out of the rope.
3: Can Kay like body slam it? <laughs> like <laughs> just... Chill, like,
2: ah! Yeah, the way, the way his... Uh, shape-shifting was described previously was there is a lot of noise and movement involved with it and we're sitting right there so we definitely see he's doing something yeah
0: okay um yeah <laughs> Kay wants to body slam him give me uh, so you'll make um, opposed grapple checks okay, okay. I don't... so that's your base attack bonus plus your um, strength or dexterity plus ten okay. don't bother rolling
4: Uh-oh. okay A natural one. The bad luck from yesterday continues tonight.
0: It's because I'm DMing again.
4: Yep. Yep. You're the ant. You're the anti -anti. (laughs) angel.
3: Yes. Kay is like Nadia. He's doing the thing. Get back up here. He's doing the thing. I imagine you land on him (laughs) and he makes like a rubber
0: chicken noise.
3: (laughs) She's like, has a wing in one hand and, like, is, like, pulling out tail feathers. Oh, oh,
0: oh
4: no! <laughs> um, okay, oh. let me know when I can take another action, then.
0: Uh, yes! <laughs> Your turn again. Okay. We it established
4: must, last time that I... Unless
0: Fletcher wants change. to do something. Sorry. Yes. Yeah.
4: Um. Yeah, <laughs> Nancy's on
0: top
2: of class. him. So, with Nancy on top of him, um... I'm going to go over and try instead and be like, well, if you'd rather stay in a small shape, okay. And I'm going to try to grab rope to basically put more closely around oh. now his like eagle legs yeah. so that he's now, so if you try to go back to normal from this form, the rope is probably going to like, Cut you apart because you're going to be expanding inside of a tight ball of room.
0: That's rude. Um, yeah, give me a use rough check. <laughs> this is amazing. Not
2: that this, not that this might work, because he's flailing everywhere, and I'm sure I'm not very good at use rope. So
0: we'll see what happens. You never know.
2: Oh, it's a, a not dirty twenty.
0: Oh, a dirty twenty. Um, yeah, you managed to sort of like re-wrap it around his tiny little eagle legs. Um, yeah, okay. now it's your turn, mafuck.
4: <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, yeah. Now I'm. I, I recognize what's going on, and I I lie still in eagle form. Okay. <laughs> well. Well, no. that was fun. I will. I just for fun. I guess I will try to nip one of them. Okay. Which one are you trying to nip? Um, oh, definitely K. Definitely K. <laughs> Roll an attack as an eagle. Natural twenty. Oh my god. <laughs> So I need to confirm, correct?
3: Yes. <laughs> I get bitten by the chicken. Awesome. Natural
4: 18 on the, con- okay, on the confirmation. Okay, yeah, that's,
3: that's a confirmed
4: <laughs> <critical>. uh, <laughs> Ball one on the damage dice. Hey. So total of six <laughs> points of damage from the bite. This
3: would have been so much better if I'd remember And, and it's
4: super, it's super petty. It's like, it's not even like I'm not really trying to fight. I'm just like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but he gets you real
0: good on your finger.
3: Fletcher, we missed a spot. The mouth part, can we like tie that a bit better? (laughs) He bit me. Look at I'm
1: bleeding. The fucking chicken bit me.
2: Trying to see if I have anything points
4: points of damage
1: is for non-trivial. That's going to be like a- Yeah, that's fair.
0: Apologies,
4: I was was looking at the wrong stats. (laughs) That's that's probably the mark. It's only four points of damage, not six. Apologies. Yeah. Yeah, then I guess we also need to tie up that beak. question
1: yeah. if my bird friend is still there yeah what what would the sort of territorial behavior be at oh that that's point? a
0: great question oh. well so she is young and kind of small and in fact you rescued her after she was on the wrong end of a territorial dispute so i feel like if she suddenly encountered him I mean, the two of them moved so fast that she might not be able to be like, Oh, it's an eagle, like, flying around. Like, obviously he's contained. I think she'd probably be curious, but also probably not get too close because she has not established any particular place as her home yet. And she is following all of you, but you aren't hers yet either. So, yeah, I think she'd be curious, but she's not necessarily going to join the fracas or anything.
3: Okay. Hey takes one of those tail feathers that she pulled out and sticks it in her hair. Gonna <laughs> keep as mementos? A... Okay. <laughs> and as a to assert my dominance. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when are you just back? Because the like...
0: can he still be there? <laughs> I feel like it's important to point out that like it's only a feather because he's in eagle form, so that would have been some other part of him.
2: Yeah, what does it correspond to? Just, like, a chunk of hair? That's what I was
0: thinking Like,
4: his beard, or, like... Whatever, it's a feather
3: for as long as he's an eagle, and I'm gonna wear it as a sign of dominance. Okay. Well, Fluffy,
2: you just made this even harder on yourself, so I guess we're gonna have to ask you to just kind of point with your head where we need to walk (laughs) Uh, because you're staying tied up as an eagle now. You chose this.
4: I lie still. Okay.
3: He should be a lot easier to drag now though.
2: True. But his end of this bargain was to tell us which way to go. So if he now decided he doesn't want to do that
3: We can just kill him?
2: Yeah, I have a number of spells I can use and we can just end it.
3: So what do you think, Mr. Sparkle Pants? Do you want to point which way that we want to go? Or do
4: you want to die a fiery, horrible death? I'm currently completely tied up, including my beak. That's, yeah. That's and true just true. lying there on my side, <laughs> like the big eye, kind of yeah. twitching in directions, like,
2: but not for me to communicate head, anything. Your neck and head are free, so you can turn to point with your beak
4: where we need to go. I kind of flop in a couple different directions.
0: <laughs> I mean, it is a fair point that, like, it probably would be difficult for an eagle to, like, do anything if it can't stand, so.
1: Like, uh, they're Nadia. not that big, so if the beak is, like, yeah, that's a big rope on a smallish beak. Yeah. Anyway, when Nadia comes back yeah. out and sees all of this, <laughs> she's going to recommend that maybe we use some of the tent canvas instead of the rope. Well, like, in addition to the rope. (laughs) Oh, can we just shove him in a bag? That's not a bad idea. He can't stay that way forever, I think. Pretty sure that's how that works.
3: So, like, what happens? If he stays there forever, he gets stuck? Or, like, he'll just get big? No,
4: like, he'll
1: just turn back.
3: back. Oh, I see. It reverts in, like, an hour or something? So then he'll
1: be dwarf-sized again? And, I mean, that will be very uncomfortable for him. But also, if he changes it... Again, yeah. (laughs) I think I think sort of a a a tent because then he can't get out as easy. Maybe.
2: But then if he transforms again, he doesn't have anything tied up on him.
1: You just sent the tent on fire. No, no, still still tied up. But like the the tent covers more. Kind of. In
3: a mood. I feel like Kay's in a mood every episode. I mean.
2: So you want to, like, ball and burlap him like tree roots?
1: (laughs) I like that. (laughs) I'm not sure. Put him in
2: the canvas and then wrap around that with rope and just kind of, like, leave his head poking out. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: So if he changes into something smaller, he can't get out because the canvas is too much. And if he transforms into something bigger, it's going to be a problem for him. I like it. I'm good with that. Then we can just hold him around like this and be like, "Do we
3: go in that direction?" <laughs> it's like a divining rod, but a bird. Direction.
2: <laughs> yeah. You know, we can use him like what are do they
3: dowsing rods, but like a dowsing pigeon. All right.
2: Is that what sucks. we're gonna work on now?
3: <laughs> Man,
0: you kill one party member. If he doesn't want to help, we can just kill you. him.
1: It'll be real easy.
2: Yeah, we can, yeah. Let's, uh, uh, let's try. He won't. He doesn't. He won't cooperate without having a little more movement around his head i guess wiggle
3: room i guess
2: but not too much
0: okay so you do that
2: (laughs) otherwise the only other option i could think of was like going full mafia and like snapping his legs and wings so that it would be broken in all of his forms and he couldn't move
1: yeah but then we'd have to drag him the whole way back in dwarf size and that would that would be a lot yeah we could just
3: break his arms
2: and he couldn't fly, and he also couldn't use them to cast things.
3: Yeah. See, I like that idea. So let's do that. Let's put him in the bag and see if he cooperates. And then if he doesn't, we can just like snap those little wing bones of his. Don't birds have like hollow bones or something? I think I read that in a book once.
1: Mhm.
2: Mm-hmm. There's lots of rocks around. Mm-hmm. This is where go when things aren't cooper. When there's no cooperation, like just... that's just. <laughs> oh,
0: scientists are people too,
1: I guess. Um. <laughs> okay <laughs> i'm I'm legitimately having this like Cindy's not okay with this but right non, like <laughs> okay, oh right. yeah, normally
2: this would be abhorrent to me. like I can't even watch <laughs> horror movies like I don't watch anything.
1: yeah, I, I feel like
0: yeah. <laughs> Eric makes a great point, which is kind of where I was going with this last time too, is like you have to remember that like what your characters do is reflective of their alignment and vice versa. so. You know, keep that in
1: mind. So He's also are showed aren't absolutely no remorse or compunction yeah. to be good in any way, which is- And alignments radical. aren't
2: permanent and will no. shift within a situational context when you have someone being this uncooperative when you're trying to make a deal after doing something so oh. evil and abhorrent, then why would we not shift towards saying, we don't even think of you as a person anymore? Because frankly, Fletcher doesn't.
3: Kay doesn't even believe in the gods, so <laughs> I mean- <laughs> She goes in the ground when she yeah. dies.
1: and Noddy has got no good reason to stop them.
3: <laughs> oh,
1: so here we are. She's real mad.
0: You are, oh, I'm not stopping you from making decisions, so.
2: Like, I didn't want it to go this way, but this is how
3: things have happened. Fair enough. We're thinking about breaking his wings. We're not going to light him on fire in the bag. Oh, okay. Um, so you're making a bag?
0: <laughs>
2: So we're starting with just the back. Okay. And ball overlapping him. <laughs> okay. So there's like wiggle room inside, but cinched like at the top. Right. So that, you know, so it's like held in. Yeah.
0: And um, you have multiple fifty foot lengths of rope, so you can oh, accomplish yeah, yeah. this. No problem. And Once maybe
2: I'm... a and I was just saying maybe also with like slack between them in case when he reverts back and there's he'd be able to walk using some of that rope kind of like shackles. Sort of just like around the like around his legs it'd be like around his ankles mm-hmm. so even though he's in the bag there's still like a restriction on the movement
4: mm-hmm. okay so once i'm kind of tied up in eagle form in this bag do i have a sense that like i've got enough wiggle room to shift back to my normal form without getting you know grotted
0: I Yeah, I think their intention was that you could do that without it insta-killing you. Okay. Is that correct? Is that
4: correct? Yeah. Oh, yes. If I get that yeah. feeling, then I actually will just go ahead and shift back into my Fogborn. So I, apparently it's just a dwarf head popping out of the bag at the moment.
0: <laughs> yeah. With that, part yeah, of your beard was, missing question
4: mark. Yeah. Oh,
2: yeah. <laughs> beard or hair or something.
4: Well, yeah, a yeah, little we'll, we'll patch of hair on yeah. the back. <laughs>
2: So does that mean Nancy now has a tough... No!
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, it's still a feather.
4: (laughs) (sighs) Well, you can't blame me for trying.
3: (laughs) I think we can, actually. We had a deal, if you don't remember.
4: Well, the deal was under duress.
2: This whole situation is everybody under duress constantly, so...
1: Yeah, at what point did you stop being under duress? Uh.
4: So what are we doing? We're, we're on our way for the morning.
3: Yes. Would you like to k- point us in the direction?
4: Certainly. Nothing if not cooperative. That way, I kind of jerk my head towards the mountain range. So to the west. To the west. Yes. Okay. Um,
2: I do give him. Oh, can we do?
3: Can I do a sense motive? Because he could be lying, right? Yeah. Are you lying to us? Go sure. for it. <laughs> I don't know. How to, I, I do. I good.
2: do give him a like us. We have all that preserved meat. I I give. I do give him a small piece
3: of meat.
4: Thank you. <laughs> so kind.
3: I got a twenty-two on my sense motive. Okay. Um. Are you lying to us? Uh,
4: the mountains are the direction that I want us to go. Yes. The west. Yeah, but
3: is it? But are the mountains are where where we want to go? <laughs> You wanna go there, but is that where we want to go? <laughs> I don't know that that's a
0: <laughs> that's a question for you to answer, isn't it like like he you asked what direction he wanted to take yeah. you right mm-hmm. that based on your last conversation, so yeah, he wants to go to the west. I guess
2: we have to start walking.
4: Are you all carrying me, or are my legs going to be free to walk along? I don't mind being carried. It's uh, that, that would be quite comfortable.
1: It would be easier if we let him walk.
3: We can so like we cut can the bag like a diaper. To the I was gonna
2: say just if we just put two holes in the <laughs> bottom so just his feet can stick out. But the rope we do have that rope that's like shackles around the dude, but connecting yeah. the ankles, so we can only like you know
3: take little.
1: Baby steps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. We, right. we are in a desert. We don't want him to be a hindrance.
3: Oh, Peter says that Cedric still has bug meat on him. We can feed him the bug. Meat. Oh yeah, there's on keg meat. <laughs> Sounds great.
2: Was that preserved or cooked or anything? Who I, cares? I speak don't to him know. Anyway. Sounds oh wait, precious. did he
0: did he like do something with the spices did he did bought from the thrykreen? I don't know. Oh, there's been so much food talk on this no, show. I, the I can't jerky... keep it straight anymore. <laughs>
2: No, the jerky was from antelope. Yep. When he took, he got a lot. From well, he the says plants. he
1: has smoked antelope and bug meat. We've got antelope jerky, but there was also bug meat.
2: I think those spices went to the Ankag because that was right before we made it there.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Anyway. <laughs> All right. And you are <laughs>
1: beginning to move west, I guess? I guess so. Okay. Yeah. And if we're moving west, I want to pop up and do a perception check.
0: Okay, um, so Nadia is popping up to do a perception check, and what are the other two of you doing? Because you've got Mafok and the cart with Cedric's body, so...
3: the, uh, Yeah,
2: how are we dividing up? Like, we definitely want, I'd say...
3: Well, we can tie Mafok to the cart, and then Fletcher and I can push the cart. Okay. Oh, it's like a, like as
2: a, just like a, like a little lead of rope, so he mm-hmm. can't, like, go, okay.
3: Okay, that works. Um, that makes
2: sense.
0: Nadia, what'd you get on your perception check? 21. 21. Okay, yeah. So you can see laid out before you more desert, more of, you know, the same. You've come to know it pretty well over the last week or so. And yeah, the mountains are not exceptionally far away um, now that you're on the other side of the stone teeth. So you get the feeling, based on what you are able to see of the landscape, that like maybe somewhere... In the mountains is where he's intending for you to go since he said it was a three day journey.
1: And about how, how far do the mountains look?
0: Um like the like the foothills you might reach after. Yeah, like, like
1: basically how long will it take us to get to the foothills? Yeah,
0: like a day and a half.
2: Okay. So it's gonna be like in the mountains if it's three days.
3: I mean it makes sense. He's a dwarf, right? How much did Cedric talk about the damn mountains? You're getting there now, Cedric. <laughs> I hope you're happy.
4: <laughs> Your friend, he was uh, he was a religious type, wasn't he? Morden, I'd imagine.
2: That's putting it lightly. Yeah.
1: <laughs> He's a cleric of Morden.
4: <laughs> I, used to, I used to follow that practice a long time ago. Are you going oh, to do the rites? A little
1: from it, huh?
4: Are you going to do the rites for him? For his body?
1: We don't know them he was the cleric of morden.
4: Yeah. Pity. Hopefully morden accepts him.
1: Hopefully he doesn't have to. Yeah,
2: that's that's the whole point of of what we're doing here, and our, our deal with you. So morden doesn't have to even deal with
4: that. Search yourself?
3: I'm like struggling to tell like I'm like curious about you, but I also like don't want to acknowledge your existence. <laughs>
1: I just don't trust anything he says ever.
3: I mean, he did say he was gonna help us and then, you know, instantly tried to escape the second Nadia turned her back, so. Well, yeah. uh-huh. to,
4: be, to, to be fair, that was um, still very much a uh, fight or flight situation. I don't know that you're not planning uh-huh. to off me. Well, right that's the thing. Do you think we would have left you actually doors? gonna do? So far my time with you has included being ambushed in my own mind. We were tied was. up and tortured. Your
1: mine was destroying an entire river. Your mine and is killing people right now still. It has been for months. Do you know how many people depend on that river? Do you
4: know how, do you many, know how
1: many beings you are killing? You don't care.
4: Do you, you know don't how many care. People You depend don't depend gold care. and the ores that I mine? No, not really. They really. don't
1: live in those ores, you monster.
4: And it's also interesting that
2: The only reason any of that turned into a fight and and all of these things happened is because of what you did.
3: Yeah, you You started it.
2: You tried to kidnap our friend here, which we'll get to that. We'll find out why you were doing that as well. He
1: kidnapped me? Oh, I
2: had you tied
4: up much like you have me tied up now. You
1: did? Yeah, we both got knocked out and Cedric pulled me away and then you were gone.
3: I said we should have killed this mofo like way back in the
1: mine and y'all like, like I was tied up in the I've been having to. The only reason he's still alive right now is that maybe he can help us with Cedric, but then if he doesn't, then we can just get rid of him and we can figure something else out maybe. I don't know. But he really doesn't deserve to live.
3: Letcher, don't you have like a silencing spell or something so we don't have to listen to his
1: annoying we- voice? Just use some fabric.
4: Oh, you see... Part of my cooperation is going to rely upon my comfort as well.
3: That was not part of the deal. I'm
4: making it it part of the deal. Unless you want to scour through the mountains by yourself with no direction.
2: I I like how you want to talk now, but back in the mine, all of that could have just been a conversation where we could have talked about the water and your mining and everything, but you started this.
4: I look over at Nadia. I want you to remember that. I look over at Nadia. Do you think you would have been talking to me? You seem ready to tear me apart regardless.
1: I was ready to tear you apart because you had already torn my friend apart. He (laughs) was dead. I woke up and he was already dead because of you.
4: I look over at this body of Cedric. He is dead.
1: Yeah. (sighs) Only reason you're not is because you might be able to
4: fix that. It's a beautiful day for a walk. Let's keep walking. It
3: is. I, you know, if I were you, I would be not be really so worried about your comfort now. I would be more worried about whether we're gonna kill you after our friend comes back to life or not. Maybe that should be in your bargaining. Maybe you can think well, about that for a little bit.
4: I'll cross that bridge when it flips over.
3: Oh yeah, that was a fun. That was that was really fun.
4: <laughs> you all had a hard time with that one. <laughs> And granted,
2: normally we are not that kind of people. But something about you just...
3: You're just special. makes me want
2: to just leave you out here to be eaten by vultures.
4: Mm, I have that effect on people.
2: No wonder you were in there completely alone. I don't think you've probably had anyone in your entire life who could stand you for more than 30 seconds.
4: <laughs> I haven't needed them.
2: Now that's the sign of someone who's truly weak.
4: <laughs> we'll see.
2: And then I kind of kick him in the butt to make him keep going forward.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: Nadia, as you move, is going to remain directly behind him, except for when she occasionally pops up. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we'll not lose eyesight on him.
2: Well, Nadia, if, if Kay and I do you want to be behind him, or also coming up from behind and flying so you're ready in the air? I think it would be good for you to be I stay, already aloft.
1: I, I, I will pop up from time to time, but she wants to be basically within reach, having seen what he did when she went down in the mine for water.
2: Okay. I'm guessing our next part of our
4: walk is
1: probably going to
2: be in
4: silence.
1: Yeah, probably. That was the vibe oh. I was getting. Yeah. Oh,
4: I'll whistle quite Yeah, often. not
1: a word from her. Not a single word from her. Kay
3: Kay hears his whistling listening. and sings obnoxiously. Okay.
4: <laughs> and make sure that whatever I'm whistling clashes with her melody mm, very love harshly. That. Love that. So it's as obnoxious as possible.
0: Okay. How long are you planning on continuing to move? Are you moving into the hot part of the day, or are you going to stop like you had been doing?
2: Well, we know all the kinds of bad things that will happen to us if we try to keep walking That's in, true. The, in the middle of the day. And I don't know if we want to be ourselves be weakened like that for, for any reason. So we probably, I would think we'd probably stop.
0: Okay. So you're going to tell I so- like like.
2: Yeah, Yeah, like how we've been doing before. Maybe slide Cedric like under the cart, Mm -hmm. so he's in the shade of the cart.
0: No sunburn. Okay. Yeah, so you set up camp and you take a rest. Are you doing anything particular while you're taking the rest, or is this just you're going to take your rest and then get up and start moving again?
4: I'll ask to be let out of the bag to relieve myself. Mm.
3: Do you? We, We can cut a little pee hole for him. Would you like a bottle to pee into?
4: This is why D and D doesn't deal with going uh,
3: yeah the bathroom,
2: because we don't need to talk about We've it. We've been
3: here once before. Let's. <laughs> oh, we can give him a diaper, guys.
2: We can assume we accommodate those okay. things in some way. Okay.
0: <laughs> like... That some way that doesn't involve him leaving the bag. Is that what you're getting at? Yes. yes. Okay.
2: Yes. Like, like we can make maybe it into like actually
1: out of the bag, but
2: or we just put like you know like those. Pajama pants with a little butt flap we can put yeah. clothes
4: <laughs> on the bag. There's oh a butt God. flap on the bag. Amazing.
2: Yeah. It's not a tent like, anymore.
1: Okay. Yeah, we're pretty much killing one of the tents. <laughs> okay. Yeah,
2: pretty much.
4: Or it's someone intense. will just have to,
2: if it rains, someone will have to deal with a little bit of dripping. No. Um, I think, so since we, well, so it, it's, like, it's like an eight-hour period of the day where it's super hot, right? If you think of it as like three eight-hour periods during the day. Yeah. I think I mean while resting I think I want to spend some time with that robe just mm-hmm. to like investigate it. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, give me um a knowledge arcana check. 20. Okay. Yeah, so you spend some time with it and eventually realize it is a uh, a robe of useful items. It comes to you after you think about it for long enough. That eccentric professor that you'd remembered wearing one of those at the university, um, he could take patches off of it. And when he removed a patch, um, it would turn into an object or something like that. Um, So this robe has a bunch of patches on it. And I can send you a list of the patches that remain later, if you would like ones that are perhaps immediately useful. Um, There are two patches that would turn into daggers, one that would turn into a length of 50-foot rope, um, one that would turn into a sack, and one that is a scroll of obscuring mist, and one that is a potion of cure serious wounds.
3: Wow, you really patched together, weren't you?
4: (laughs) I'd like to have that back at some point.
3: No, I think it's ours now, thanks. Finders keepers, as the rules are. That's where the hole came from. Yeah. <laughs> uh
0: Anybody else doing anything while you rest in the shade outside, out of the heat of the day?
3: I feel like we should take naps and take watches. Okay. And take names.
0: <laughs> are you doing anything with your prisoner or is he just allowed to rest as well?
3: We should allow him to rest because then will at least be quiet. Okay. But maybe we can hit him a few times, knock his hit points back down.
4: (laughs) Welcome to try. Oh boy! (laughs) So we're DM. We're like in the middle of the desert now. Like there, we're we're in in the span between my mine and the and the the mountains, like there aren't any other markers or areas for shade or anything like not
0: that not really no they've made this sort of bivouac here um but it is pretty darn hot outside okay. of the shade that they've created yeah sounds good
4: um i will kind of look around at some point and be like look we're leaving a lot of tracks and there are things out here that there are things out here that it would be better to not be found by
3: Oh, perfect. Well, if we do get found, we can leave you as bait, and the rest of us can get away.
4: <laughs> Look, I know you don't trust me, but I want to survive this as much as you do. If you let my hands free, I can do a bit of magic to stop us from leaving tracks behind as we're going the rest of the way. Nothing would be able to follow us.
1: Well, he's shaking <laughs> his head hardcore. <laughs> I was actually reading something on another window.
4: Mm. <laughs> um, or by all means, let's take our chances with all the wild beasts out here.
3: Let's take our chances with all the wild beasts. I'll take watch first. I'm okay with that.
4: Oh, good. Okay. <laughs> this makes complete sense. You've obviously never been out here before.
0: Nope. Oh, <laughs> okay, Kay, um, if you're just taking the first watch, um, go ahead and give me protection. Uh,
1: Yes. frankly at the moment we don't have the party member with us who's the most prone to getting tangled up with the wild animals i got, I
3: got a nine nine
0: um, i'm you're, distracted yeah you're fuming um you're also she, admiring your art that you've drawn
3: she also is particularly grumpy and like draws stuff in the sand <laughs> like k was here just to be more obnoxious about it okay. and come and get us <laughs> All right. Um, Wait, hold on. Miss but do you think I spelled that right? Hmm. No, I think I messed it up. Hold on.
4: I'm going to see. Mind. I can't from this vantage point. Let me look.
3: It's okay. I wasn't actually really asking you. I don't care.
4: Oh, okay. <laughs> Just for clarity, are, is this the midday nap or is this evening time? It's
0: like the midday nap. The midday nap. nap. Yeah. Okay, thank you. Basically, thank this you. is their way of avoiding having to make fortitude saves in the hot sun. Perfect. Yeah. Okay, so who is watching after K?
2: I can if it's if I didn't need this full time to look at the road. Like if I if okay yeah yeah if I'm able to do that in a chunk and then do a watch on Mofak and the and around us, I can I can take a shift.
0: Okay, um, perception.
2: And in the desert, would if there's like any kind of wind, wouldn't our tracks disappear pretty quickly because of the sand? Like it just moves so quickly that it the tracks we left behind us by the time we're even like done with our rest should just be gone
1: depends on the terrain yeah i mean yeah a lot of what you have because if crossed... we're in heavy sand we'd be having trouble with the cart right
0: yeah a lot of yeah. what you've crossed is more
2: like, like packed earth
0: or like yeah like packed earth like, or rock yeah. um i think i described when you first got into the desert there was a lot of like biocrest and stuff so like that yeah you can leave tracks in but yeah. even still like that's kind, kind of what we're in now know. yeah
2: okay and i'm doing perception mm-hmm. that's only an eight
0: Um, yeah, you also seem distracted. What are you doing during your watch?
2: Maybe that's what I'm still thinking about the robe. I don't know.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah, but nothing. (laughs) Hello, puppy. Um, nothing happens of any note unless Mafak is doing something. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Okay. (laughs)
1: Nadia. Sorry, there's a dog. Now I'm distracted.
4: (laughs) I will say every time I see one of the party members starting to drift off to sleep a little bit, um, I will whistle. Another tune, just to just to try to keep him awake. Wow.
1: That's a natural 20, so it's 28 <laughs> yeah. perception check.
4: Nice. Um, I see
1: the world. You
4: do, as usual.
0: <laughs> um, gosh, Nadia. Okay, yeah, so you are taking your watch, and you're definitely keeping an eye on Mafok, but you're also very curious about the mountains and where, you know, he is taking you, and so you spend a good amount of time scoping out the mountains, and um, because of your astounding eyesight you're able to get a lot of (laughs) details uh about the 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 eastern faces of the mountains so what you're approaching um even at this distance so you can see that it's sort of like a scrubby chaparral type uh vegetation that goes up the sides of these um mountains and they're fairly steep which you know to a modern day geologist would tell us that they're fairly young they haven't been eroded a lot yet so they're still fairly uh fairly steep and fairly sharp in their peaks and things like that and you can see all of this sort of like scrubby vegetation um so you imagine that even a up into um, the, the mountains themselves it's still going to be dry maybe not quite as dry or quite as hot as the uh, desert because you can see some pockets that are shaded and um, the vegetation seems a little more lush there so you get the impression that there might be some sort of like pockets of moisture within the the mountains and all of the crags and things but um for the most part yeah it seems like it's going to be dry arid like the desert where you are right now
1: all right Then also, I guess while I'm on my watch, I'm going to kind of look around and see if I can sort of figure out sort of what tracks are we leaving and how could I mitigate that. Okay. Yeah.
0: The tracks that you're leaving are sort of occasional crushed areas of the bio crust. Um, So it's one of those where like, you know, if you wanted to like, walk a little more carefully and sort of, like, ziggy-zag your way between those things. Well, or you're probably not walking a lot of this, but, you know, if your friends wanted to ziggy-zag and not step on or roll the cart over as much of the biocrust, you know, that would probably lessen the amount of tracks you're leaving. Um, but, yeah, it's not a huge amount, so. Because there's not, it's not like there's just a, you know, even carpet of biocrust everywhere, right? So it's not like you can see the two cart tracks forever or anything like that.
1: All right, then, as everyone's sort of waking back up, I will quietly communicate that to the other two. Okay. Um,
2: So I guess then if like, it's the three of us sort of discussing amongst ourselves. It's like, well, then do we, do we want to believe him and try to take a more careful route? And because he may be, he may be telling the truth about a danger out here, but I wouldn't trust him to be telling the truth uh, about using his magic just to protect us.
1: There are ways to, to to cover tracks without magic.
2: So do we want to take Deacon the time to Marta do that? I'll,
1: it's not a bad idea. It's not really, it's not, at least here, it's not super hard. Okay. But I'll keep an eye out for, at least it's open and flat, so if something will be able to see it, I'll be able to see it. Uh,
0: also, Nadia, you would have noticed, um, I guess, since your perception was so amazing, Fox not leaving footprints anywhere.
4: Uh, Yes, I am. No, you're not. No, I'm not.
0: You have trackless step.
4: Oh, right, druid. Yeah, ability. Yep. yep. Yeah.
1: <laughs> You're that high level druid. <laughs> there's, there's stuff. Yeah.
4: Sorry, first first time high level druid in 3.5. <laughs> Thank you, DM, for that wonderful ability. Yeah. <laughs> well.
2: But if if are we gonna we're gonna try to do we're gonna try to prevent leaving tracks as we go then, and, and start walking again.
0: Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you continue moving now that you're into the cooler, late afternoon, night-time-ish time. Are you doing anything as you continue walking, pulling the cart, and, you know, frog-stepping Mafok towards the mountains? No?
2: Sipping a little water.
1: Yeah. All three of us just, like, slinging and shaking our heads.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, in that case, I will um, sort of fast-travel us to uh, the foothills, um, unless, Mufak, you have anything else you'd like to
4: try in the meantime. <laughs> um, I mean, we're gonna have to, are we gonna have to camp out in the desert in the evening?
1: What was are your you guys' plan? You I Are think, you gonna
4: walk through the night, or? Yeah.
1: Yeah, we've been doing, because what were we doing before? Because it was a two, it was a two-break thing.
0: Yeah, I think you were breaking, like, in the deepest, darkest part of the night, and also the hottest point of the day. Yeah, the so. coldest
1: and the hottest parts Yeah
2: yeah we had been doing that um which i mean yeah so would we stop again when it's getting cold or would we it's gonna be really uncomfortable but we want to keep going and cover as much ground as we can i I don't know like what what decision would we make
1: i'd rather i think i'd rather cover ground because like we did get that full rest Mm -hmm.
2: and then we probably
1: won't need the midday break once we get into the foothills
2: yeah i i would rather keep moving too and i know that i yeah it's like i can't see in the middle of the night when with but Kay can so i know she can be leading us the directions we need to go so. yeah, and i can
1: mm-hmm. yeah. yeah
2: so i'm not i'm not overly worried
3: okay
1: so yeah, i'm a fan of not being in the desert if possible mm-hmm. okay. yeah so you're
0: not going to take a break during the coldest part of the night you're just going to keep going
2: yeah, I want to like if we could somehow get there in less than three days and be <laughs> rid of him. I feel like <laughs> we would.
0: Okay. Um. Let me go back to the environmental thingy. Yeah, might
2: get so cold that yeah. Maybe yeah. there's something else.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's rules for hot and there's rules for cold and I never remember what part of the book they're in. Ah, uh, there we go. Do, do,
1: do, 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 do.
4: You really should, uh, you really should give him the rights. I'm not saying that my person won't be able to bring him back, but just in case.
3: I mean, we... can we give him the rights after we decide that?
4: As yes, longer you wait, the less transmordan will welcome him into the forge.
2: Do you know what the rights are?
4: I do, but I'm in a bag. <laughs>
2: But your mouth is moving as you're clearly demonstrating, so you could tell us what to do.
4: It's complicated.
2: See, all these little reasons you've been peppering in all day about why we should give you your hands back. My hands
4: are very much a part of everything that I do. Yes, that's the whole point, which is why they're going to stay in the bag. (laughs) Yeah,
2: including murder, which is why we want you in the bag.
4: To be fair, it was my tail that murdered him. But you weren't able you're to not see that.
1: You're helping your cause. Yeah, I don't think. Yeah.
0: Mm. Mm. Um. If you're walking in the coldest part of the night, <laughs> I'd like everybody to make a fortitude save for me, please.
3: It's just your. It's just a D20 yeah.
4: plus plus your whatever fortitude. your fortitude is. Yeah. Uh,
3: twenty-three. Okay. 20? Twenty-seven.
0: Sorry,
4: 23,
0: 20, 27. Is that what you said? Yeah.
4: 26. Sorry, 26. twenty-six. Twenty-six. And Fletcher. Yep. Fourteen.
0: Fourteen. Okay. Um. So everybody but Fletcher was highly motivated. to Make the save. Um. Fletcher, you take five points of non-lethal cold damage. It's chilly.
4: Darkest part of the night. Well, actually, real quick, I, I actually need an answer to my question in Discord DM. Uh. N-
0: no. So I was no. saying, if you had gotten, if you gotcha. Had-
4: okay. Then never mind. Yeah. Sorry. Never mind. I continue walking like okay. a good, like a good dwarf.
0: Okay. <laughs> Alrighty. um yeah and uh so you're you're continuing on um fletcher are you going to do anything to try to mitigate the chili or are you just taking it
2: um i mean i think i i i had the other robe and now yeah. that i kind of figured out what it is and what its use is and it's getting cold i think i put it on over my robe as well
3: okay yeah,
0: and I'm only gonna make you do one because it's not like it's gonna be that cold for that long. Um, so we'll just do the one for now. Um, and yeah, you walk through most of the night. Um, are you walking all the way to like you know the lightning in the sky?
2: If we could, if we, if we have the energy to make it to our normal like stopping and setting up camp point, I think we would. Mm-hmm. But we just did a lot more walking than we normally would, so we may be ending a little bit yeah, sort of a that, day and a half when we're just like we need to stop and okay. rest like
0: yeah let me mm-hmm. yeah right. um,
4: the robe looks good on you by the way it's a little short because it was meant for me but
0: uh it's a magic item so it actually changes size with let your... me have
4: this let me have this no
0: <laughs> no.
1: no it's magic, no, it's, no, magic. Not it even resizes. Everything it's magic everything magic resizes
0: i invited you here and i will not
1: no <laughs>
0: So you are, I'm going to say, not all the way fatigued, because you did take that midday rest, but you'll be sort of halfway fatigued. Um, So you can't um, sprint, duh, Um, and you would take a minus one uh, penalty to things that require strength or dexterity, but it sounds like you're going to take a rest eventually, so that's not a super big deal during the night. Okay, and you're going to now take another midday rest.
2: Yeah, probably stopping a little before we would have normally stopped at like second set of walking mm-hmm. and how we used to be doing our walking to set up camp and rest through the through the middle of the day.
0: Okay, so while the party takes a midday break, this is a convenient spot for us to take our midway break. Um, so <laughs> thank you to everybody who's been hanging out and watching um, this very tense situation. I wasn't really sure where they were going to go with this tonight, so we'll see what happens in the second half, but thanks for hanging out with us. Go get yourself some refreshments, walk your dog, whatever, and we will be back in a few minutes. Thanks, everybody. Well, hello there, young adventurer. I've been waiting for you. We've met before, don't you remember? Ah, oh, No worries. I'm quite forgetful myself. The other sparks are waiting for you. Avaiath, Shuey, Theo, and Brandy. They've had such wonderful tales to tell. A truly marvelous story. I wonder which one of them will be the chosen one. Perhaps none of them will. Perhaps it will be you. The morning's coming soon. I have to leave now. Will I see you again? I sure hope so. Is a
3: story really a story if there's no one to tell it to? Well, goodbye for now. Adventurer. Chosen Ones is a visual novel-style D&D podcast on YouTube that releases every Thursday at 1 p.m. CST. Find us on Twitter at Chosen Ones d Come adventure with us.
0: Hello, everyone. We are back from our break. We hope you enjoyed your break. Got some snacks and drinks and all that stuff. Nancy ordered food because her dog ate the last food that was in the house. Um... <laughs> We are back for the second half of the show to see what the group does with to their prisoner as they are now approaching the foothills of the mountain range and trying to figure out where they're going and what they're doing with themselves. Uh, So yeah, I believe you were just uh, camping, setting up camp for the next midday rest out of the heat and action. I think
2: we're just gonna have to take watches Again. yeah. I'll take the. I mean, I'll do the first watch.
3: Okay, We'll okay. Do that. You look spiffy in your new, new coat.
2: Thank you. It's a twenty.
3: Okay.
0: Yeah. You. Uh, yeah. You're now sort of at the like the very like edge of you know desert foothill sort of mingling. I guess um, with the progress that you made. You uh, now can see kind of the same vegetative uh, quality that Nadia saw from farther away. It's sort of this scrubby chaparral, still arid, but slightly less awful in terms of the heat and everything um, than the wide open desert was. You imagine as you go up into the mountains, it might get progressively more pleasant and you could travel at a more normal time than having to do this sort of like night day thing. Yeah, so that's what you see. Um, Nothing comes to bother you all while you're camping
4: um question during his watch during this time have i picked up everybody's names like i know we didn't do introductions but like have you all been trying to avoid saying each other's names or have i been able to pick up who you all are
3: i don't think Kay would have thought that far ahead she's probably just babbling people's names left and right sure. okay. so <laughs> sorry then... <laughs> sorry team <laughs> well and you for sure know that the one you
0: killed is cedric because they've said that sure yeah. yeah
4: yeah so it, at some point during fletcher's watch while it looks like the other two have probably dozed off or whatnot i'll just kind of fletcher got a moment
2: for you not really
4: uh, <laughs> i'll just keep talking he meant a lot to you all didn't he
2: watching
4: the horizon. Yep. I know this won't bring any solace, but there was nothing personal about it. You all came across my place of business. I have my interest to protect. Him, it being him, was a roll of the dice. (laughs) Boo! (laughs) You're asleep. Shush. (laughs) 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 I want you to know that Despite our differences, despite the animosity between us, I respect him as a as a warrior and as a dwarf. And if you want someone to do the rites, I will do them and then go back into my bag. That's all. Just kind of roll over and get myself some sleep.
2: I mean, I heard him. Okay. I didn't. Res- I didn't respond to him, or I think probably did probably didn't even make any kind of indication that I like hurt him even though I did. Yeah, just looking out. Cool. And then towards the end of my shift, uh, when it's getting it's getting towards the like early afternoon, the start of the heat, before we change to the next person and I'm going to settle down, do I is there a noticeable difference yet in temperature? Like have we gone up any kind of elevation or is there because of the vegetation, is there a little more like soil accumulation so there's a little more like temperature regulation like is there any do i notice any difference yet
0: y- yeah it's going to be gradual um yeah sorry trying to type at the same time yeah it's going to be gradual but like you can tell that it's starting to get it's a there. little
2: better okay okay yeah hopefully then within like the next day we might even be out of the worst of the midday heat
0: okay who is taking the next watch i guess i will Okay, um, make a perception check for me. 15. Okay. Uh, Kay and Fletcher, um, when you switch places to do your watches, uh, the bag is flat. And there's no dwarf head poking out of the hole anymore.
3: God damn it. I have that sparkly javelin thing, right? Yes, you do. (laughs) I poke the bag with the stick. You poke the bag with the stick. It's a bag. There's nothing in it. She, like, picks the bag up with the stick and, like, There's flops it around. There's nothing in the bag. Fletcher, weren't, what, weren't you watching? Yes. And?
2: I didn't hear or see anything. If, but if we if we probably need to act really quickly if we're going to try to see if he went somewhere.
3: Uh, I guess we wake Nadia up, or I wake Nadia up. Yeah. Uh, so so uh, the, the dwarf butt face is gone. I don't have one that says butt face.
1: <laughs> hey, today's name is butt face. I don't have
0: um, one that says butt face. I can put up sunshine, though. Put up sunshine. I'll pop up and look.
4: I missed that it said chuckles before. That's fantastic.
0: Okay. Yeah, perception. What was the total
1: nat- on top of that net 20?
4: Uh, let me check real quick.
1: Okay. I don't think it's going to matter because my perception check was just a 13.
4: Uh, that's move uh, silently Uh for it, this. It's
0: a com- combination of the two. But yeah, if her perception was only a 13, it doesn't matter. So
4: sorry. So real quick combination of uh, move silently, silently and hide and hide. Okay. So mm-hmm. I would have had a 22. Nope.
0: Okay. Yeah. Nope. You don't see anything that makes you think of that dwarf or any of the animal shapes that he could potentially turn into.
1: Not any of the ones you saw, at least. Damn it. can i go back down and look for tracks coming out of the bag
0: uh yeah uh you can but as you like start to have that thought you remember what you noticed earlier that he doesn't leave tracks right
1: looking around just sort of looking in the the general vicinity if i was gonna try to so i'm thinking like, run, roll a survival check basically if i was gonna try to sneak off and hide in this area where would i go okay can i roll that uh 16.
3: Okay.
0: Um like there's lots of scrub around and because you're getting into the the foothills of the mountains like there's obviously uneven terrain um and you also because you've seen this form from him and you have wings yourself and you have a bird friend you're like, "Oh, and also there's the sky." So you're mm-hmm. like he could have done any number of things either really on the have ground stealthed
1: or stealthed out bite. as a eagle though. They didn't see that? Damn it.
0: I mean, you don't know if he's um, stealth out, stealthed out as an eagle, but it's one option. Yeah, I'm
1: assuming something small because if he was bigger, I would assume it would have gotten Fletcher's attention, but I guess We'll say not. there's
4: no damage to the bag.
1: Yeah, the bag.
4: Apart from is the damage something? you all did to
1: it. Yeah, yeah.
4: yeah. Like, I'm assuming, I'm assuming
1: something small.
2: I'm assuming with no sound and no damage or anything, any change in all of our things, I'm thinking something like a snake.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Wow, what a great guess!
1: That's hey, <laughs> stomp it. on the bag real hard. Stomp on it. Stomp on the bag. <laughs> I poked it with a stick. Yeah, stomp she...
3: on it. Okay, Smash Kay it runs over it. and stomps on the bag. You stomp on the empty bag. <laughs> there's no, I, there's nothing. That, I don't think there's. She like picks the bag up and like flips it inside out and yeah. like shakes it. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah,
4: since since you guessed it, it was it was a viper.
3: Yeah,
2: with wild shape because like so druids don't. When they wild shape do their clothes shape with them yeah. or are they just they shed the-
1: yes no, that's why those, yeah that's all the reason across, for no metal but, armor is it's all absorbed mm-hmm. yeah
2: so that means some part of that snake still consists of the underwear that we left him in
4: yep Technically. yes yes <laughs> what?
2: because because we spent oh, a lot of time around him and I have Locate
0: Objects.
4: Oh, dear. Okay. Oh, so I have oh, seen okay. this underwear. Let's go. Let's oh go. Oh, my God, you guys. Okay.
2: So if that's some part of him, he may already be too far away. Like, that's entirely oh, possible. My
1: God. Okay.
4: <laughs> I love this. I Cheryl,
1: love did you put that one on your bingo card? No, no not, that was I'm not on my really card.
4: <laughs> track <laughs> via <laughs> underpants.
2: So,
4: okay. it's a good thing we
3: left those on, right? Track via underpants. Yeah.
4: I did say that he was going commando last time, but I will amend that for the uh, for the story here.
0: <laughs> well, I thought we had had a conversation where I asked what he was wearing under the robe, and then you guys were like, oh, we'll put clothes on or something. Oh, okay. Anyway. Sure,
4: sure, 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 sure.
0: Mm
4: hmm. Um,
2: so, locate object. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Being a level four wizard, I get a 560 foot circle centered on me to detect. Uh, the direction of a well-known, clearly visualized object, picturing what we, I mean, spent hands-on time putting his body in to dress it. Like, I know these things.
3: I'm so sorry. Wearing. You have to think about this in your mind. I know. Eye. I know you said it's how big? 560, I think. 560, 560,
4: 560 foot
2: circle.
0: Okay, what was your speed?
4: I mean, some of this would depend on, yeah, how long it's been yeah. since I... As the Viper, my speed was very slow, 15 right. feet. Yeah. But then, as my second form, let me look it up real quick. Sorry, I know it's fast.
0: Yeah, in
2: five, don't you get like a limited number of transformations?
4: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: he has a limited. You number. do, in, you
4: do in 3.5 as well. Yeah, it's just a it reset. 80 okay. in my other form.
0: Wow, okay,
4: average 80 average.
0: That's that's what the land speed says. So if you're sprinting in a straight line, you do four times that in six seconds.
4: Yeah, so so I'm gone.
0: Yeah, no, yeah. that's you could have made, yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you, yeah, you don't sense it within your circle. There are no underpants within your <laughs>
1: circle. And, and at this point he's rested enough that I couldn't take him down easily either. To me it points back. I'm gonna- can I pop back up and look farther around to see if I can see movement? Sure. Uh, 23.
0: You're not sure. You look around, you even sort of, like, buzz a bit in each direction, you don't- you're not sure. There's just too
3: many options. So now what? You just see Nadia just
1: fly off for a minute.
3: Remember that time when I was like, we should just kill him in the mine and y'all were like, no, don't kill him in the mine. He can lead us to his place. And I'm like, well, maybe he'll like not do that.
2: Okay. We were willing to try to take the chance because yeah, I'm sure he would have probably gladly killed all of us, but we didn't necessarily feel that we needed to kill him. We're no matter what happens, I mean, we're better than him. We're still better than him. We're totally. willing to take that chance. And so now we have to make a new plan.
3: Yeah, I guess so. I guess what's our plan now? I mean, we're not just going to like wander into the the mountains with a dead body on us, right? So, no.
1: Nadia, what direction did you go? Up. 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 Oh, okay. And then start going up over the mountains because i want to see if there's any signs of life of like people yeah because if it seems like maybe there's a destination here that we can use for cedric then we keep going this way because my my next thought is turn right around and go just destroy that fucking mine
0: okay give me another perception check as you do your flyover
1: that one's only 15
0: A 15 okay um you fly over the mountains and you spend a bit of time maybe even you know swooping down and looking around and far off from where you are and so you're not like entirely certain but it's an odd enough shape that it catches your eye you see something flying for a moment um, and it sort of flies and then glides out of your view um, but it it looked like it had wings, but not shaped like a bird. Uh, it looked more like you, but bigger. So, like a humanoid body with wings, like arms and legs and wings. So, it seems like you might have seen some other kind of person up here.
1: Is it? i say, like, is it something I've seen before? Because I don't have a clear enough view to see if it is. Yeah. To see details that would identify. I'll I'll keep going in that direction then. Okay. Um for how long? A uh, couple of minutes, I guess. Like I'm going to I I don't want to get too far from them. I don't want to just like be way up high and super obvious. Like I'll need to stay down toward the terrain a little bit more, mm-hmm. but I'm I want to know. I want to see if I can at least see what it is.
0: Okay. So you spend a few minutes sort of flying up more And you do notice that, like, even though these mountains are kind of steep on the edges, like, there is still enough of, um, I'm not saying there's not, like, an established path, but, like, you can see Mm -hmm. paths or routes that you could take even with the cart that would be manageable if you did want to go up in here. So it's not so steep as to be impenetrable. I, mm, what did you say? Fifteen? Yeah, I don't, you don't see anything else for certain but like i said you saw that shape sort of like flapping and then sort of like glide and then be obscured by you
1: know the terrain and did it seem like it was running from our direction or did it seem like it was something that just happened to be there
0: it seemed more like it was something that happened to be there it was flying more sort of like Like parallel to the the mountain range, but above, right? Um, Not it wasn't flying like you know east west kind of thing.
1: Okay, I'll do a few more minutes toward it then. Okay. Um, this is interesting. (laughs) This could go very badly for
0: me. Maybe. Um. (laughs) So
3: another one bites the dust. (laughs) I hope not. (laughs) Please don't die. That would suck. It would just be me and Fletcher. Fury
1: are just... They're, they're weird. <laughs> okay, so as you
0: are flying, you hear the whistling of something coming towards you, and you spin around in time to see. It looks like it wasn't aimed at you, or if it was, it missed pretty broadly, but an arrow goes flying past you, and you turn in the direction that it came from, And there is a person in the air and now starting to glide, um, who has a bow that he is sort of taking away from his feet. And he has these two large white feathered wings um, and otherwise looks like a very tall lanky, tall lanky Fletcher, tall lanky Kay, a person, a human. But yeah, very, very thin. Very, very long, and with these white wings, and his uh, head has uh, white feathers on it as well. And he's wearing just, like, a really simple shirt,
1: breeches, and no shoes. I'll, like, turn and stop, and hands up. Name yourself. I'm Nadia. I'm... I'm looking for an enemy and a friend. I guess. One and the same? Um... No, uh, we, my, my, my friend is dead. The man who killed him was going to help, was going to take us to someone who could help, but then he ran. I don't know what to do. Um, hi. He sort of like keeps watching
0: you as he like glides over and sort of lands on, uh you know like a ledge um and you realize that uh sort of next to where he landed is a young woman uh similar in appearance big white wings white feathers on her head she has kind of like a like a ruff of feathers around her neck as well and uh the sorry notes 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 the outermost feathers on each of her wings because um, she does have them spread a little bit. They they appear to be able to be folded behind their backs very neatly, like a bird. Um, but she has her wings spread a little bit. And you can see the outer feathers on her wings, an alternating pattern. Um, the feathers have been dyed sort of like a forest green. And you can see and hear them having a short conversation and sort of like gesturing to you.
1: Yeah, I'm kind of keeping enough distance so like i can jet if i need to Mm -hmm. uh
0: the young woman looks up at you and says so you're looking for someone bad
1: yes and maybe someone good if they're around you know anyone um i don't know yes she sort of like stops and
0: like looks at her dad and looks at you and looks at her dad and she's like uh dad's a little suspicious but like our policy is to at least you know, meet people first, so, like, uh, I guess you can Uh, come talk
1: to um, us. Huh? That's good. That's good. Good people are good. Bad people. I don't like bad people. No, uh, yeah. And he's sort of, like,
0: shaking his head and, like, mutters something to her in their own language and is like, if you're in trouble, you can at least come talk to our elders and we can... Understand what the situation is.
1: Okay, we, yeah, um, um, okay. I have friends that are still out in the desert, and there's a bad dwarf who's also he can be animals, and so he ran away. I don't know if he's gonna go back for them. What's I guess a, not in the desert? They're in the. What's a dwarf? Um, they're like humans, but closer to my size.
0: What's a human?
1: Oh. Oh, you haven't met any of them. Oh, um, they're all just people, you know. Mm -hmm. They're from other places. They came here. They're weird. Um, can I? How far? How far are your elders? I may need to go back and make sure my friends are okay.
0: Our eerie is here in the mountains. Uh, if you need to go get your friends. I can send- They can't fly like me. Ah. Uh, I can send Isha with you, and he indicates the younger girl next to him. Uh, she can lead you up to the Erie. Oh,
1: oh, oh, okay. Is it far from the foothills? It may be very- I don't know. Um. There may be a bad animal on the loose somewhere. Um, but I should probably go back to my friends. Okay, uh, do you want me to come with you? Yes, yes,
0: yes, please. Okay. Please. Uh, Thank you. I can't fly like th- what you're doing is actually really cool, um, but I can sort of like glide and hop and like
1: I'll just, you go, I'll follow. Okay. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, and and I'll start making my back and keep an eye on her to make sure she can keep up.
0: Okay, yeah. Um, so the young woman whose name he said was Asia, um, she sort of—you can see here—she'll like sort of like hop or climb up things, whether it's like a shrub or a piece of rock, and then sort of spread out her wings and glide for a pretty good distance and land, and then sort of like continue that process of uh, sort of like situating herself in such a way that she has the height to continue gliding down after you, um, and the two of you make it down the side of the mountain. Um, what were the rest of you doing <laughs> while that was happening?
2: Well, did did Nadia? I don't, I don't know. I guess how far away did she get? Like, were we were we able to like track her, and then she disappeared? Like, she got so small, so far away. Yeah. So we did. So we didn't see any of that. So now we'll see two things in the air, kind of approaching back towards us. Mm-hmm. All right. And I guess I would assume. We would recognize Nadia in the air as they got close.
0: Yeah, you've seen her um, uh, fly enough that, yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, well, Nadia's coming back, but there's... she being chased? What, is there something behind her?
3: She doesn't really look like she's, like, trying to get away from it. She, like, squints into the distance.
1: You'll probably see her sort of slow or sort of loop a little bit to just sort of look back her shoulder but not in like i'm being chased way i
3: don't know she seems pretty relaxed so
2: and then i think then we probably see the the figure like land and have to awkwardly (laughs) climb again and we're like oh yeah no there's no i don't i i have no idea what
0: that is yeah so the the figure um is not actually awkward at all. She seems very quick and graceful in her climbing attempts or in her jumping attempts. It's like, she does this all the time. Um, but yeah, it's it's not a pursuit, um, as it were. It just appears that she's sort of casually glide following Nadia. And eventually, first Nadia arrives at the camp, and Ijo is sort of
1: continuing to glide, follow behind you.
3: Well, that doesn't look I, like a dwarf.
1: I didn't find him, but I maybe found friends.
3: That's better than uh, b-
1: nothing, I guess. I mean, I want to go back and just break the hell out of that mine, but like also Cedric, like also Cedric.
2: Well, if they, if you ran into them over there, they must live around here, where we were being. Yeah, read. they
1: they they live up there. That's, that's why I thought maybe they might know. So, do you Do they know how to bring but, people back uh, from the dead, or
3: should we just bury them here?
2: Well, it's. Find out, and/or if they know someone who is in the mountains, and
1: if they if they don't know anything, but I didn't want to just leave you here. Thanks, that's very kind.
0: Uh, while you're having this whole conversation, the young woman has landed on the ground and is standing sort of a respectful distance away from you. She's definitely like checking you out. Like, a lot of her mannerisms are a little bird-like, um, you know, the mm-hmm. head moving from side to side, and she's looking at all of you, um, but she doesn't seem to be trying to, like, actively eavesdrop or anything.
1: I sort of wave her over. What was the name again?
0: Eja. Ija, I J A. I-J-A.
1: That That is not how I was gonna spell that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I always, I am, I am, like, zero mm-hmm. percent on spelling <laughs> any of names correctly. No worries.
0: That's D&D. <gasps> All
1: right. Uh, I uh, don't-
0: e- e- You didn't, uh... uh, you named yourself to my father uh, as Nadia? Nadia. Mm-hmm. And you are? I... And she turns to the two of you. Kay? I'm Fletcher. I am Rain Raintail of the Arid Peak Clan. And I am here to guide you strangers to the clan so that the elders can meet you and understand your situation.
1: I, I don't I don't know how, I, I don't think we can catch him. So I think maybe, we, what do you think?
2: I think it's worth going and yeah, seeing I mean... if they know of anything about what may or may not be in the mountains. And if it's not true, then then we can decide what to do next after that.
3: Mm-hmm. yeah i'm for that i mean i'm not gonna friggin try and chase a stupid eagle all throughout the desert <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Isha... he's
1: probably going back to his mine
3: yeah we can blow that up later
2: <laughs> yeah uh so Asia, we we have another friend with us here and i kind of gesture over to the cart and everything i say this is we lost our friend uh
3: our friend was murdered Oh,
2: the person who killed him—we uh, had captured him, and he was leading us escaped. somewhere. That he said somebody could help bring our friend back, but he just escaped. Not that long ago, uh, we we don't know where he went or what form he might be in. Uh, but that's that's basically the situation we would want to discuss with your elders.
0: Hmm. Uh, that's
3: a lot. A lot. Yeah, I know that is
0: a complicated situation. Uh, hmm. I can certainly bring you to them, and they can talk to you. And I, I don't really
1: know what they can do, but I mean, they'll they'll talk to you. They and might know some something in the area, maybe. They are very. They're old and wise, and they will talk to you and figure it out. Sorry, I haven't done this much. That's uh, well, okay. We haven't either. Mm-hmm. Are, yeah. you, are you
0: okay to travel now? Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, y- you do not have wings like her. Uh, so uh-uh. you can't... No, and
1: we've got the cart. So we have no, to... Wait. They have to go by land. Yeah.
0: Okay. It's easier for me to walk up, too. D- gliding up doesn't work quite as well it takes longer yeah
1: um that makes sense yeah i i can lead you uh up a way to get to our eerie right
2: yeah then then we can head out
0: okay um so sorry scrolling 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 through my nose okay (laughs) just fast forwarded through some of your stuff didn't i no uh kind of but it's fine. <laughs> we made it work anyway. You were ready. Um, <laughs> we don't tell those kinds of secrets. I have a terrible poker face, yes. Um all right, so she begins <laughs> leading you up through the mountains and yeah, the path is um again not like established, but it is doable. You have to sort of do some switchbacks and things like that, navigate around rocky crags and uh, vegetation and stuff like that, but you can do it. And as you climb further up, uh, as both Nadia and Fletcher had noticed earlier, there are more pockets of shade that are a little less arid and a little cooler um, than the desert and then the surroundings. Um, But uh, even still, uh, as you climb, the heat just generally lessens around you, um, so you're no longer at risk of heat exhaustion or what we were using, the mechanic of those uh, fortitude saves. So, yeah, you um, continue making your way up and I'm going to wait for <laughs> Nancy to get back from getting her food um, because uh, you get to a point where uh, and Asia has explained to you as you've been moving, like, I'm just sort of approximating. I haven't really been down all the way to where you were uh, in the foothills before, um, so I'm just sort of making my best guess, uh, but I think this is a good route to take, and, and I always know where north is, so I, we're not gonna get lost, we just might take sort
1: of, like, a long way, if that's okay. I'm actually, as traveling, I was planning on just, like, popping up periodically and looking around anyway, mm-hmm. sort of doing my usual periscope thing, but more frequently than usual. Sure, yeah, go for it. Ugh. 12. <laughs> 12.
0: Okay, yeah, I mean, Again, it's uh, very unfamiliar terrain, and it's got a lot of sort of, like, rock bits and plants and stuff, so it's, yeah, you're just not getting a good view of what all of your options are, but, like, again, she's not doing a great job of sort of, like... You know, <laughs> she doesn't seem like she's hiding anything. <laughs> Let's put it that way. And yeah, so you you do your periscope thing, but you're a little distracted yet because you're still trying to figure out what all's going on. Um, but she um continues leading you upward, and then at one point, the only way that seems passable with the cart is uh a bit of it seems like a tunnel-ish kind of thing. So and you can see the other end of it sort of up the slope a little bit and to the left of where you're currently standing so you're sort of at this opening and you can see sort of where this tunnel-ish thing opens above you so it's not like if you went into it you would be lost forever um and she's sort of looking around and looking at the ground on either side of it and looking at the wheels on the cart which you get the feeling she might not be really familiar with wheels (laughs) um and it's just like ah uh I don't you can't drag that thing up over here can you the the floor in here looks like it might be the easiest is that okay i think so
2: how well can our two dark vision people see into the tunnel
0: yeah i mean it's yeah you can see into it um it's A rocky tunnel, and like many of the sort of tunnels or overhangs or other moist patches that you've seen around, there's some vegetation and some fungi sort of growing in it. Um, But yeah, it seems very much like all of those other patches that you've passed before. Anywhere that there's shade, a little bit of moisture stays, and different things can grow there.
3: I don't know. Looks like we can make it. We dragged them this far. I'm not about to give up now.
2: And now we do have all three of us to handle the cart, too going up same incline
3: so yeah
0: yeah okay um so you head into the uh tunnel it's a mm-hmm. little um it's a little narrow because like i said there's a lot of sort of stuff growing around um including and again this is something you've sort of seen in other patches like mushrooms that are quite a bit larger than a lot of the ones you've seen although gary was quite large so these are much closer in size. Yeah, are they myconid large or are they They're, just... Yeah, some of them, well, I mean, the myconids came in different sizes depending on what part of the circle they were or what member or cast level within the circle they were. Um, but yeah, some of these are like Gary-sized, although they don't look anything like Gary's coloration. Um, Gary was, if I remember correctly, like a fly agaric with uh, red with white spots. So these are more of like uh, purpley-gray. But, yeah, there there are some that are more his, or their size, sorry. And so you might have to sort of almost single file it, or maybe, you know, you can go side by side in here, but there are a lot of these very large mushrooms that you're going to have to sort of walk between to get through the tunnel.
2: Can I do a knowledge nature check about the mushrooms in here? Sure. I was a nat 20. And so with my bonus, it's 26.
3: Wow,
0: okay. <laughs> so you... You might have to hold your lantern up in order to be able to see them well, um, since it is kind of dark in here. Uh, but, um, they, yeah, they're all purple, but you notice that some of them, well, while, while at first glance they all look the same or the same species, some of them have, are those tentacles? Some of them look a little, like, they have some extra bits that, like, a normal mushroom, you know, in addition to, like, the stalk and the cap, there are some other structures on these things that seem a little strange. But again, like, Arda is relatively unexplored, and so what exactly these things are is out of your realm of access in terms of knowledge but yeah they have they have some not normal mushroom parts on them this isn't just like that little skirt that's left behind after the um the egg of some mushrooms opens um this is like i said more tentacly um
2: i'm gonna point that out to them and be like there's there's something different about some of these uh fungi in here and based on other things we've seen uh there's a it usually means it's some kind of defensive thing uh i think I'll, and then, and ija was going through this tunnel with us right uh, i'm gonna ask her was say ija do you you're you're from these mountains uh, I, I imagine there's lots of little caves and, and wet places around do you do you know anything about these mushrooms in here that have these tentacle appendages on them
0: um, so I had assumed that you hadn't actually walked in yet. Is that true? Or were you already making your way in?
2: No, I I assumed we were approaching the okay. cave. So you hadn't gone I, in yet. Yeah, So I, okay. and so I was seeing these things basically around like the the mouth of entering this tunnel is what I was picturing. Okay,
0: yeah. And in that case, she's like, oh, yeah. Oh, uh, hmm. well. It's going to hurt. Well, you all... would we hurt? I I don't know. You all said that you... Well, you're out here, and I've never seen anyone like you before, so you must be, uh... Brave? Uh, And I don't know how far away you came from. You said your friend in the cart is dead, so I don't know how good you are at defending yourselves. But those are, uh... Well... The ones that are just mushroomy what? How shaped. How do they hurt? Yeah, the ones that are mushroomy shaped will just yell really loud. Um,
1: but then the other ones. Are will... people too? Huh? Because we've met some that are people. Oh, we've no. We've met mushrooms that are people. Are they people too?
0: Oh, no. I've never seen a mushroom that was a person. That's cool. Uh Oh, but. Well, they're no, very nice. The, the tentacly ones will grab you and try to eat you. And she's sort of doing grabbing motions with oh, her that hands. That might not be a good idea then.
3: <laughs> Can you light them on fire, Fletcher? Like, all of them? Like, just clear the whole cave yeah, out? Yeah, I
2: guess, I guess it would depend on, if it's a long tunnel, we don't know how many of them there are. So we don't know if we could try to, like, take care of this from outside the tunnel. Because <laughs> it could just be all the way down this tunnel. And so what are we going to do?
3: Just grease the tunnel and light the grease on fire.
1: <laughs> how, how far are we from the airy the the eerie uh it's maybe like
0: oh gosh that the speed we're moving maybe like another mm, like half an hour presuming that we all use the same units of time anyway
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> could is there could we could we could we like stick cart and then some of us go up i don't not a big fan of tunnels right now
2: do we do we need to find a different route? if we I, can't get through this tunnel?
0: I mean, I can certainly try to look for something else where your cart could go up. Uh, I don't know how those um, brown things, how sturdy are they?
3: Well, dwarfs made them, so Cedric will tell you they're very sturdy.
0: <laughs> I mean, uh, so I did tell you that when Nadia found it, it was a collapsible cart, and she sort of like popped it into... It- that's what I'm thinking yeah. of—one of those little like pop-up carts, and I'm
1: like, that thing will just take, right. just come it's, right apart. Yeah,
0: it's not like the best cart ever. <laughs> you get the impression he might have like carried it in on his back or something like that. So it's yeah.
2: Well, uh, is there? Oh, do you know of a way, or do do your do your people have a way that you normally deal with these dangerous fungi? Like, if they start appearing near where you live do you do have a way to, to that you know it works really well
0: she sort of like puts a thumb back behind her and you can see a quiver of arrows and a bow she's like i mean you can like fight them but like i said i, I don't know if how good you all are at defending yourselves so i mean if you'd rather not fight them we can i'll look for another way around
1: pretty scrappy <laughs> i'm just not sure yeah. if the cart's gonna make it <laughs>
2: It'll make it through the tunnel, but the, the routes next to the tunnel are where it will, like, really fall apart, right? It's, mm-hmm. like, super rocky around the tunnel.
3: Yeah. I mean, if it's only a half like, hour, we could just go carry for- Cedric?
1: And we could do the sling and also fight off the tentacle mushroom.
2: <laughs> if it were, like, four mushrooms, I'd be like, sure, fine. But if it's a whole tunnel lined with them, so we're facing, like, hordes of... Um, mushrooms.
0: With with your light, Fletcher, um there are a lot of purple mushrooms in this tunnel. Some of them are more sort of like quote unquote normal mushroom size, and then they're you know they get sort of progressively bigger. So there are a lot of big purple mushrooms. um But you were only able to notice the weird tentacly bits on two. So like when you had seen it on the first one, you were kind of like, oh maybe that one's just sort of strange, like, you know, mutated in its growth in some way. And then you saw the second one and was and you were like, oh, maybe there's, like, there's a pattern. So you can see two with your light held up looking into the tunnel. You Should I just look...
2: the, At just the start of the tunnel? Hmm? The, the, so those two I can see are, like, just at the start of the tunnel.
0: Um, they're a little ways in, and some of the not tentacle ones are, you know, sort of in... I guess, in front of them, if that makes sense. Like, there there are there are some yeah. of the big ones without tentacles closer to the entrance than the ones with tentacles. They, they seem to sort of be nestled in amongst the ones that they look very similar to.
3: Okay. I don't really want to fight any fungi. I don't know about the rest of you. It's probably
2: uh, our fastest route.
3: I mean, unless, like, she finds something and we just sling Cedric between the three of us and just walk up the hill for a half
1: hour. Might be kind of rough. Terrain, for dragging. Okay, fine. <laughs> uh, but like, I, I have, I have my staff, and you have your sickle. Yeah,
3: and then we get dragged away by a tentacle monster that swallows us whole. Who's gonna be doing the swinging and the shooting?
2: Well, we do now know what to look for, so we can advance very carefully, looking at the walls as we go. Uh, Isha told us that. Some of them are going to be making a very loud noise so we can stuff our ears before we go in to not be distracted and just basically inspect and take things out as we move along.
3: I mean, they can't be nearly as loud or as ob- as obnoxious as Chuckles was. So, I mean, if we manage to survive his banter for how, how long without going arguably insane, how bad can a some mushrooms days.
2: be? And we can leave the cart down here while we clear the tunnel and
3: mm-hmm. then
2: come back for the cart. So we're also not dealing with that. So if we can go about it very systematically going in and we know what we're going into uh, since Isha knows these things.
3: Okay. It's
2: our fastest, it's our fastest way.
3: All right. Well, I hope someone likes eating mushrooms because we're going to have a whole lot
0: of Actually, them. did
1: you, did you say the cart breaks down small enough to carry?
0: Yeah, you can sort of, like, dismantle it and fold it up. Yeah, because that's how you found it.
1: Yeah, yeah. So basically, if we pull him out, then I sort of put it back the way I found it. All right. So
0: so what are, so you folded up the cart, and you are now doing?
1: Um, I'm thinking I can either, I can either hide it near the tunnel, or one of us could try to carry it.
2: We can no, we're we gonna
1: no 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 sorry. Why are we sorry, taking Cedric sorry. out of
2: the cart? If we're gonna it's clear the tunnel so that we can keep him in the yep, cart.
1: Nope. I just yep, okay. you're right. I just okay. mixed it up in my head. It's fine, okay. don't mind me. Okay. <laughs> just totally crossed things. Go for <laughs> <It's> it. fine.
2: <laughs> so we wanna leave Cedric in the cart at the at sort of the start.
1: Okay. And
2: then systematically work our way. To clear the tunnel, is that what we want to do? Yes. Okay.
0: Okay. Sounds good. Um, Lightyear to... should
3: just fireball the whole thing. Doesn't he have that whole like fire ray of
2: fireball?
0: Doom?
3: <laughs> okay, but you have that fire ray of doom thing.
2: Yeah, that'll hit one thing at a time.
3: Oh, it doesn't just keep going throughout the tunnel?
2: No. Oh. Oh, it's not
3: that level yet.
2: Yeah, yeah. I'm not, I don't have, like, AoE spells yet. I no. <laughs> not that strong of a wizard yet. <laughs> not yet.
1: Okay. <laughs> Kay has a disappointment. Someday, someday he so can we just fireball like... everything and it will be fine.
3: We can just put some grease down and then start a fire the old-fashioned way and wait for it to go through the tunnel. I
1: don't think he can do that much grease, can he? Mm-mm. No,
2: it would be a very little spot. And then the tunnel is dank and wet. And I don't think the fire would go anywhere. Okay. We can stuff our ears. Mm-hmm. And then start into the tunnel. Yeah. Uh, and then I guess, and I'll, then I'll turn to Isha too and be like, Eja, you don't feel any kind of obligation. If, if you're willing to help us through this, that would be wonderful, but I don't want anything to happen to you while we are approaching... Your village to ask help from your people, so I, I I don't feel like you need to do anything to help us.
0: I'm a scout of the Arid Peak clan. I can certainly hold my own and help you if you need it. That would Doesn't be I like her.
2: Wonderful. Would you, keep...
0: <laughs> would you like to join us? <laughs> You don't get an NPC friend to just go everywhere with you. You don't get a that.
4: companion?
3: No. Why not? <laughs> I, I like her better than the last person we invited. Uh,
0: you had
4: you had someone in your party and you treated him so poorly. You
0: also invited Tulip to go with you. Like, you've invited everybody to go with
1: you. <laughs> the screen's not big enough. <laughs> so, yeah, that's... Uh...
2: I guess that's the plan.
1: Okay. Onward
0: and upward. Okay. Um, So basically, uh, if you are going to fight them off, I will give you the equivalent of like a surprise round so you can all do something, and then we'll go into initiative order and whatever. Uh, In fact, let's roll initiative now, and that way we Mm -hmm. can just have everybody do their surprise round in that order as well. Mm -mm 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 -mm. What's your initiative, Asia? Oh, she fast. Not that fast. Okay. Alrighty. Uh, anybody above a 20? No. Okay. <laughs> uh, 15 to 20? I did. I got a 15. Oh, you got a 15, Fletcher? 18. Oh, 18. 19. Oh, gosh. Okay. <laughs> 18, Nadia. Okay, you got a 15? Yep. Okay, um, so Fletcher, you are up first, so you can take an action in the surprise round.
2: Okay. Um, and um, yeah, uh,
0: I will move you on to the... Boop! Now you should be on the right board in roll 20 to be able to see said tunnel and said fungi. I think
2: that I'm... Let me Let me go, ahead, go into roll 20.
0: <laughs> so many purple fungi. I love them.
2: I'm... Uh, one of the... I'm going to fire at one of the tentacle-bearing fungi first uh, the, of the, that, I, that I could see uh, from, like, the mouth of the cave uh, or of the tunnel. So I think I'll go with the one on the left-hand side of the tunnel okay. uh, with the tentacles. Mm-hmm. But not moving into the tunnel at all, being able to see where it is sort of near the mouth. I'm going to cast Magic Missile at it. Okay. So I get to do... Let's see. To fire two missiles that each do one D4 plus one force damage.
0: Okay, and they are auto hits.
2: Yep, that's seven damage.
0: Seven damage to the one on the left. Okay, cool. Um, Nadia, what would you like to do?
1: Yeah, I guess I'll try. Which one did you just hit? He hit the one on the left. Fletcher, on the left. The left, left side Um, tunnel. I will shoot an acidic blob at the same one. Okay. No saving throw. Oh, range touch attack, mm-hmm.
0: so... Yeah, that's what you shot at Mafok's back last time, too. Yeah. <laughs> range touch. Yeah.
1: Which means I add... Dexterity. That'll only be a 13. That hits. All right. Da-da-da-da. Where's the original? Okay, 2d4. Oh, goodness. Hmm. Okay, four points of damage.
0: Four points of damage. Okie dokie.
3: And then it's Kay's turn. Um, I guess I will shoot an arrow at it. Okay, at the same one that everyone else has been attacking. The same one that everybody
0: else is attacking. Cool beans.
3: Uh, I got a twenty. Uh
0: huh. Yep. Something. <laughs> <laughs> uh
3: huh. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> And then damage is one d six, which is the cube one. I, the cube I like. One. I never hit, so I was unprepared. Oh. Uh,
0: five, five. That is enough to knock it down. Um, so goodbye, mushroom. Your onslaught of attacks from the three of you—it sort of like <laughs> shrivels up a little bit, and like the tentacles kind of. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be in good shape anymore. Um, And then for Ija's surprise round, she is gonna sort of dart over here, um, running, not flying, um, run over there and pull out her short bow and try to hit it, um, which she does. Um, And then she, whoops, she moved, she gets an extra thingy. Um, Wow, yeah, okay. Does she one-shot it? <laughs> uh, no, but, um, she does, for using the same kind of weapon as you, she seems to do more damage to it. You're not exactly sure why, but, and now we will go into actual initiative with the fungi getting to act. Um, so, Fletcher, it's your turn again.
2: Did Ija attack one of the shrieker fungi or <laughs> a tentacle?
0: <laughs> they are shriekers and violet fungi. Um, she attacked yeah. the other tentacle one. Yeah, the other violet okay. fungus. Yeah. Okay. Um, I wrote a campaign
2: one time that started with these mushrooms as the first encounter nice, server. <laughs> yes. oh,
0: and she did, the, the way she moves. she did wind up within 10 feet of the first shrieker, so it begins screaming. I'm not going to do it because Zoom will just block it out anyway. Do it! it do it! Imagine a mushroom, but it's do screaming, it. but it has no mouth. Ah, <laughs> oh, okay.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, and how so? It starts screaming. We stuffed our ears. How loud is that to us, though?
0: It's pretty dang loud. These things are okay. incredible, and especially you're inside this. Well, you guys are still at the entrance to the cave, but like you can hear it echoing off the walls. It's loud.
2: Hmm. I feel like this is overkill. I don't really <laughs> want to use. <laughs> um, I'll just do. I'll just do a ray of frost okay. at the violet fungus on the right. Mm-hmm. I think that's a ranged touch, yep. It's an 18.
0: That hits. Damage on your ray of frost.
2: That's two cold damage.
0: Okay, brr. Fungi don't like cold damage. Alrighty, and then I'm assuming that was it. You're not moving?
2: I am not moving. Okay,
0: Uh, Nadia, you're next.
1: Okay, I'm going to move. No, that's not the move button. gonna move right up here and then hit basically yeah. just a line from me to big boy and hit that with the breath weapon
0: okay that shrieker right in front of you of starts screaming
1: <laughs> well i'm about to hit it with a bunch of acid mm-hmm. so uh i well, we won't be screaming for long. that's a reflex save <laughs> From the, I assume, stationary mushrooms. Okay,
0: um, so the shriekers are just going to take it because they don't actually have a reflex because they can't move. But the vital mm-hmm. fungus will make the save, or try to make the save, I guess. Um, that's a 10. I bet that's a fail. Nope. They're not 13. super dexterous. What a surprise. Um,
1: big old mushroom. Yeah, oddly enough. <laughs> uh, it's only three points of acid damage, though. Three
0: points of acid damage. Okay. Oh, wait, hold on a second. I'm trying to remember if they are... Because I know there are some things that fungi are not affected by. I don't remember if acid is. I don't think acid is one of the things that they have resistance. Okay, right, because the previous to. hit was also acid. Right. Yeah. I don't think. Uh. I don't think that's something they have resistance to. Um. So you said three. Alrighty. Yeah. So your stream of breath weapon goes out and it hits the shriekers, which are shrieking, and it hits the violet fungus. Um. And all of them take the damage.
3: And, okay, so you moved, you spat. Uh, okay. Um, I'm guessing I'm going to shoot the other tentacle monster from here okay. again. A <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, old 17 plus six. Yeah. That is. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Math is hard. I got a six. I rolled max damage.
0: Nice. Okay. And your arrow hits it, and it, too, sort of does that weird, like, shrivel up and... Doesn't seem to be, uh, even if it could have taken its turn next, it would not be <laughs> able to. da da Eija's like, wow, that was fast. I guess you guys are okay at taking care of yourselves. That's yeah, good. Yeah, I mean, yeah.
2: Well, Isha, do we need to take out the screaming ones?
0: What?
3: <laughs> I forgot there
0: was...
2: Because I'm like, I'm like, pointing, <laughs> yeah. I'm like...
0: I mean, they'll just yell, they can't do anything. I'll go back and start pulling the cart through. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you just pull the cart yeah, through the, and, the cart That's it.
2: and just pay attention in front of us going through the tunnel just to make sure we don't see another yeah pile of fungus mm-hmm. anywhere.
0: Yeah, you don't see any more of the tentacly ones on your way through. Good mm-hmm. job, friends. Yeah. yeah. We did it.
1: Yeah, we did it.
2: We were able to kill fungi. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what? We have had difficulty with lesser foes. <laughs> It's true.
2: Well, I, and in real in real life fungi are pretty hard to kill sometimes. Yeah. Like plant if you get a plant disease from a fungus, you really can't like cure a plant of a fungus. It's all about prevention for fungal diseases. And interesting interesting little science facts, since we're a science mm-hmm. fun guy. Science.
0: God. Oh yeah, we talk about science.
2: <laughs> there's the fungicide there are very few classes of fungicides and very few fungicides compared to other things like insecticides. Mm -hmm. And they get used for both agricultural fungus control and human health fungus Mm -hmm. control. And there's been, because of the way rampant overuse of fungicide in agriculture, there are places where uh, there's documented illnesses and even deaths of people working in agriculture because they can they contract a normally benign fungus that can that you can take care of with a fungicide in a person that has become fungicide resistant because of how much the fungicides are being used in agriculture so like this happened around tulip production in like in holland and like the netherlands and things they're protecting their bulbs so much that they created fungicide resistant fungi in the field that can then infect people and now we don't have a way to control those fungi anymore.
0: So it's a
2: little scary. Uh, it's we're
3: ki- not excellent. No. Yeah. That's our weird. over-chemical, yeah, our over-reliance
2: on, on chemicals is, is killing us in many different ways.
0: Yeah, that's fun. I and mean, yeah, like, you're yeah. right. Um, killing fungi is difficult because they're just weird organisms. Like, they, their structures yeah. are so strange compared to animals and plants. Like... Well, and they—they
2: they have so much in similar with us that uh-huh. it's very hard to come up with fungicides that don't—you can't use on a human or another uh-huh. mammal or something, without it really harming you too, when you're trying to kill the fungus, because mm-hmm. it basically because they have so many similarities. Yep. And then all the resistant structures they can form when they when they're trying to survive on their own and it just mm-hmm. yeah crazy diverse tough little things.
0: Yeah. And I like the um, the system of the shrieker and the violet fungus uh, working together in the way they're written in D and D. That because um, like fungi do sort of make partnerships like this IRL as well. Um, in this case, it's the the fruiting body which we know normally would just be the reproductive parts but in this case they also are active and the shriekers make noise that um, both sort of alerts the violet fungus to the presence of something that they can eat and also the noise is intended to then attract other things to come investigate the noise and the violet fungi are actually able to move a bit so they can walk more or less and they have these four tentacles that they can reach out and grab and attempt to kill living creatures and then both kinds of fungi then benefit from being able to consume the dead body so they are detritivores like so many nice fungi so i think it's a cool system that they sort of cooperate cooperate together to get food yeah so you make it through the tunnel with no more uh tentacly purple fungi getting in your way yeah and out the other side with the cart Ta-da!
1: Nice work. Ta-da! Woo. And I didn't lose any more consultation points!
0: No, you didn't.
1: <laughs> so, Ija continues to lead
0: you up, and yeah, in about half an hour-ish, uh, she's like, okay, uh, we're here now, and you sort of, like, look around, and the eerie, as she called it, doesn't look like much to you at first glance. But as Ije begins to point them out to you, you see fissures in the rock walls of this part of the mountain, and she says they're doorways to caverns and rooms and homes. And as you look around the space, you begin to notice little details that indicate this place is where people live. There are racks bearing stretched animal hides that your eye would have glossed over and assumed were shrubs at first. There are strangely shaped bows, like the one Nadia you saw Ija's father carrying earlier, um, leaning against the rocks outside of a number of the fissures and uh, accompanied by quivers of arrows. And then a person or two emerge from the fissures and go about their business in the eerie common space. And so it takes you a moment of her sort of pointing out these details to you and then you're like oh yeah okay i guess this is a place where people live uh so yes this is the arid peak clans Erie. uh welcome strangers she seems thanks very for having us what to do now
2: <laughs> thank you i mean thank you for leading us here i i i believe uh it was said we should speak with your elders um mm-hmm. I, if that should be our next stop we we could also leave we could leave our friend here uh instead of carting him through your town if that if that would be more palatable to your people
0: uh, i don't
2: know about just bringing a dead body through your town
1: don't know what your customs are uh that's a new one
0: i don't know um
2: we can wait if you need to find your like if you find your father and ask him I I
0: uh, mm, uh how would I just I'll go find somebody and bring them to you is that okay? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yes, that sounds right. That sounds
3: here. great. We'll wait right here. Perfect. And she sort of
0: like <laughs> like the, the whole vibe you're getting from her and as she walks away from you it's very apparent she's like super nervous and unsure and obviously like very young and hasn't been doing this much but is like really trying to cover it with this kind of bravado. So she sort of struts off and comes back with uh, a pair of older people, one man and one woman. They are, I, I guess, I, now that you're all, you're up sort of with these people, um, like, Ija was really tall, like, Fletcher's height. Um, and all of these people are very tall and very lanky. Um, and they all have the white feathers on their heads um, and the white wings. The man of the pair of people that she brings to you is stooping a bit, and he has a pattern of black stripes dyed into the feathers on his wings, and the tips of his feathers are black. And uh, the woman who accompanies him has um, a, a ruff of feathers around her neck, similar to the one that Asia has, if not a bit fluffier, I guess. And she has the pattern of a sunburst dyed into the feathers on her wings and also the wing tips are, or, or the, the tips of the feathers on her wings are black as well. Um, but they're all dressed very similarly in this incredibly simple like shirt and pants style and everybody's barefoot. And you can see uh, again now that you're seeing more people than just Asia, all of these people, uh, their toenails and their fingernails are much more like claws. They're not talony. Not like an eagle, but they are more claw-like. And you imagine that might be what made Asia a good climber when she was sort of making her way down in the first place. Uh, And she struts back up to you and says, "Uh, Strangers, uh, these are the elders of the Arid Peak clan, Braga and Sue Starcrest. And then she sort of like looks at them. um, And they both sort of like look back at her. And the man um, that she indicated was Braga sort of like smiles a little at her. And he says, "Hello, strangers. Uh, our young scout tells us you have a complicated situation and are seeking aid." Yes.
2: Uh, yes. So I think I think we would. I mean, just just for the sake of not saying the same story again and again, mm-hmm. I think we like introduce ourselves, mm-hmm. offer thanks for bringing us in and for Asia helping us, and explain the situation, um, you know, I think the cart is probably like a little behind us so mm-hmm. we can like motion and, and explain this whole situation of, of what's happened and what, and what we're, what we're seeking or what we think that we're seeking that may be in this area.
0: Okay. Um, so they listen very patiently and with pretty much passive faces. Um, and when you're done, uh, see the woman says, so to summarize, you have been journeying across the land. Your friend was killed. You have lost the person who killed your friend. And also you are trying to figure out if there is a way that you could bring your friend back to the world of the living. Yeah, that about yes. sums it up, yeah.
2: And, yeah. and the only clue we had was that perhaps the person who could do that was to the west somewhere within these mountains.
1: In this direction.
0: Okay, um, did you describe fluffy to these people sparkle pants i I gave no
4: description all i said was that the person i knew was that direction
0: okay so so you've described him to them and sue says yeah
1: i also would have like absolutely specified that like he can turn into animals right he might be around here if you encounter him he's very bad yeah
2: yeah i would also be concerned about him being a threat to them like if he's if he disappeared and is still like tailing us or whatever might be happening we would want to express to them that he's a threat Mm -hmm.
0: uh so sue says i am unfamiliar with any person matching the description you gave of the enemy you have uh i too have the ability to change into a variety of animals and otherwise interact with nature in a or nope that's braga that can do that jk i'm mixing up my. NPCs just kidding um, <laughs> he can do that anyway so we are unfamiliar with a person matching that description but we will keep our eyes out and tell all of our scouts to, and hunters to do the same and they sort of like look at each other for a moment and Braga says we would like to show you something do you want to follow them
2: yes after yeah. we ask about if it's okay to leave our where, like, where we should put our cart mm. to not upset anybody or what, what we should do
0: Mm-hmm. Sue says, I will get a blanket, and then you should bring him along. And so she goes and gets a blanket, covers him, and then indicates that you can bring the cart with you. We do oh, that. okay. Okay. So... Sue and Braga lead you up a winding path along the mountainside. At some places it's so narrow, um, you feel like you have to hold onto the wall behind you and sort of gingerly pick your footing along so you don't tumble over the edge. In these moments, Nadia and the the two who are leading you might feel most comfortable flying, um, but you do notice the two older people can't hold themselves in the air for very long, So. When you saw Ija's father before, he was flying, flapping, right? Ija could only glide. These two older Mm -hmm. people seem to be able to fly for a moment and then glide. Uh, So you guess there's differences in these people's ability to fly and for how long or far they can fly. After traveling up this path for maybe five minutes or so, you arrive at a point where the path faces directly into the mountainside and is blocked by large shrubs with odd rounded needle-like leaves and dusty blueberries. We would know them as junipers. And uh, Sue sort of indicates this area and says, behind these shrubs is the entrance to a very old place, a temple to our gods. I have spent a lot of time exploring this place and trying to understand how it was used, but the last time it was active was several generations ago. Still, we have protected it to the best of our abilities with the hope that someday it will be used again. The reason we have brought you here is that there is a door I have not been able to open, but which I think might be able to help you. Go inside and look for the word recall above a door. We will be in the eerie if you need anything. And they sort of indicate the shrubs and as if you should enter.
3: What what gods specifically? Do they have names? Obadhai and Alana, the gods of this huh. place. That does sound familiar. Thanks it friends. does? What were we looking for? Yeah. What was is the word? It, is it recall. We're looking for the word recall. Recall. Yeah, I like it stumbled into a temple a couple of them it's complicated but they're all to the same gods and then you like stand on like little pedestals and then Holy. like something happens that sounds familiar i
0: have a- been in the ceremony room and there are pedestals yes
3: yeah and you, you like stand on them and then they and then you like fill the troughs off with stuff and then then something happens like it glows and uh then
1: that's it. I don't know. I have never seen this. And I draw the this. symbol on the ground again. Yeah.
0: That is familiar. And and what you say sounds familiar. I have read it in the texts that are inside, but I have never seen this performed. You want to come with us?
3: <laughs> Kay sort of invites like, literally everyone and then yeah, literally do. their mother. <laughs> <laughs> she, she looks
0: over at the cart and is like, I get the impression that what you must do now is not something I can help you with. Although I do wish I could, but we will be here to help you if you have trouble.
3: Okay. Thanks, friend.
2: (laughs) I think we say thanks and and wave goodbyes.
3: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
2: So then we, what, like, part the branches on these junipers and see, like... (laughs) A staircase, staircase dramatically is like i
0: got this <laughs> <laughs> yeah so you push the junipers inside and it's a very dark room but uh using whatever means you need to whether it's your dark vision or your lantern you eventually see a very large room cut into the stone of the mountain with a high ceiling straight walls and a smooth floor so um similar craftsmanship to the other temples you were in right it's nicely built There are simple wooden chandeliers um, somehow affixed to the ceiling um, with the remains of like candle stubs in them, stone and wooden seating and tables in the room, and carpets and hides on the floor. Uh, Although everything definitely shows signs of age, it's obvious that this temple has been much more well cared for than any of the ones that you've encountered previously. There are four doors in this large room, two to your right and two to your left. A single word is neatly carved into the stone above each door. On your right, you see the word training on the first door, and then the word dwelling on the second door. And on your left, you see the word worship on the first door, and recall on the second door. And I think that is where we will call it for tonight. (laughs) Nancy. And and
2: And I feel like I have to say is this you, you said the other temples weren't that well kept up but what about rashadon's temple let's not insult oh, no
0: no no the 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 part that hadn't been so <laughs> if you remember there was a stairway that would have led down to he had told you mm-hmm. it was like the where the he didn't go that yet. it was the
2: trials right yeah.
0: um the 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 stairway down that had somehow collapsed um so yeah like, Obviously, mm-hmm. he wasn't able to keep up the downstairs, but yes, the upstairs yeah, yeah, was yeah. fine. Of course. Yeah, I yeah. just didn't. I just
2: didn't want to insult <laughs> so Roshan. Yes, you
1: are correct. <laughs> so she was Sharif watching right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was earlier. Yeah. Your temple sucked. <laughs> no,
0: The <laughs> Rashadon's
3: temple was also neat. That you was a very correct. well kept temple. <laughs> didn't you? Can you hire like a housemate? Don't you have like ten kids? Can't they clean it? <laughs> wow. Um, but yeah, so that That's... has been. Uh, Arda
0: for today. This was all kinds of interesting. The group tried to adopt yet another NPC or two. Um, they lost their prisoner. We <laughs>
3: Fletcher lost our prisoner. <laughs> it was on his watch.
4: I Nat 20'd my stealth check to get away. And
3: Fletcher had said
0: that he was intentionally not looking at Mafok. Yeah,
4: so that was the, the, two... the... Mufag annoyed
1: him enough that he just wasn't looking. Yeah, when
4: he was
2: trying to like talk to me, and me figuring he's trying to convince me to untie his hands and then it things would have been probably a lot worse than him just escaping if i had done that so i was it was like <laughs> yeah i was like ignoring him yeah
4: no <laughs> it makes complete sense it really does but yeah, like, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he lives to well, fight another day yeah but you don't get to join our awesome party I don't. Mm-mm. It's it's so, very sad. Bye. <laughs> bye. And you're, you're
4: gonna just come like back out and mess there there up with too.
2: In your underwear,
3: right? right.
2: <laughs> you're going back into the desert in your underwear, That's
0: right? True. He is going back into the desert in his underwear. Um, but yeah, <laughs> without his robe, without his magic, without my robe,
4: I'm very sad about the robe.
0: They did leave the weapon in the mine he did
4: leave the weapon
2: i thought no i told you not to leave the weapon in
0: the
3: mine (laughs) i thought no
2: i remember k grabbing it and throwing it into the river no you convinced
3: me not to do that
2: uh (laughs) i was
3: going to specifically
1: say it but (laughs) well because what because basically what it came down to was like it's magic throwing the river is not going to do anything I mean, it would make it harder for him to get to, but ultimately it would have just been okay, now the magic axe is in the acid river, just chilling.
3: <laughs> anyway, all I'm saying is that I was like, we should have just killed him. We should have just left him at the entrance, and we should have gotten rid of his magic weapon and no one listened to me.
4: Maybe you'll have yeah, another chance down the
3: road. We should have just smashed his shit up before we left uh, yeah, you. Maybe...
1: Yeah. Oh, we're coming back. We're coming back. Yeah, maybe you'll I'm you I'm not done. In. I am not done with that until oh, that yeah. thing is gone. New, new
2: quest is inventing some kind of high power explosive to drop in that mine and absolutely (laughs) explode it.
0: Okay. I've got a few ideas. That's very exciting. All right. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Yeah. So we um, are leaving the group at the uh, entrance to another temple. Um, This one kind of underground but also not i don't know it's complicated anyway i didn't even have a dream in, about this it's one in the, it's in the, well it's in the mountain it's underground but also above ground anyway um <laughs> so, mountain temple <laughs> mountain temple um so yeah next time when we play on sunday july 11th um you will get to see okay it's not too far what they decide to do in the temple okay it's not too far yeah okay yeah Cheryl has to write the temple in the meantime. I was just like, please anyway. tell me
1: we're not waiting like a month and a half for the next. Right? Thing. Yeah.
0: No. Yeah. We'll ride the momentum. Um. But yeah. So Sunday, July 11th is the next time that we will be back, and then, uh, yeah, we'll actually be doing two in a row. It'll be the 11th and the 18th, and the weekend of the 16th, 17th, 18th, I will be and Andrew will be as well playing in a charity live stream on the of Dyson Dens uh, Twitch channel supporting a cat shelter. So if you enjoy either of us or both of us, we won't be playing in the same game. But if you enjoy either of us, you can come watch the stream, support the charity, and we'll be playing D&D. But Arda will be back on the 11th and the 18th, if that's all you care about. Um, (laughs) Once again, thank you to Andrew for coming on the show and being bullied and harassed as the bad guy
4: i have never had so much fun being bullied and harassed
3: was <laughs> you were very mean
2: I mean his character was designed to be i
4: deserved bullied. every bit of it oh, yeah. for
3: sure. Absolutely. i can't wait until he no looks in the qualities. mirror or something and sees that he is like it's true i have no way
4: face. of knowing that i had crap all over my
3: face. <laughs> he's just like walking through the desert with all this crap all over his face like in his and- underwear
2: and it sounded like he like never washed because he said he was like dirty and yep. grimy. So, th- so
4: it could be years before I realized you put things on me. It's yeah.
3: waterproof eyeliner too. There
1: you go. Hold on a second. <laughs> I don't
3: know the
4: most the advanced
2: technology, technology in yeah. New St. Chester, <laughs> <laughs> waterproof eyeliner. Mm-hmm.
3: We have fancy nobles to sell shit to. Come on. Don't you think my general store dabbles in makeup? <laughs>
0: I'm going to have to look up what's in waterproof eyeliner now so we can decide can enchant that The could be arcane in- eyeliner
3: Probably Arcane <laughs> yeah. eyeliner uh, Definitely yeah,
0: really Yeah, yeah. Use of a magic spell Anyway definitely, um, definitely Because how
3: else is it supposed to last all night Yeah Valid In any case um, <laughs>
0: Unless anybody else from the cast has anything they'd like to share with the audience Do
3: so you make it like a Sephora but a new <laughs>
0: fantasy
3: sephora <laughs> <laughs> please it's like, and it's like, like all night lipstick like you know doesn't come off like it's the opposite off. of
0: a shopping episode isn't yes. it yes <laughs> we're making a oh story oh my god okay
3: um, i want please oh put a makeup shop an arcane uh, makeup shop in arda <laughs> or in newsagester oh
0: man okay well in any case um color
3: changing the- lipstick amazing
0: You have not explored everything that is in New Sagester. I'm just going to leave that there. Um, (laughs) But uh, that is all from us for the night. Thank you so much for hanging out and supporting the show. Uh, We appreciate you all very much. And we will see you in July. Bye. Bye.